Dean, something happened to me today. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. I uh, I got this package from eBay, right? And it, it was like not too good of a deal to be true, but also like good enough that I was like, I need to film this unboxing in case there's like a rock inside. Okay. Right? And I <laughs> I tried to to do a. Uh, an unlisted stream right so we have our test studio that we always have for you know whatever we we need it for and i started recording and Streamyard had this new button on the bottom only for recording like not streamed things and i was like what is this new button like in the middle of like i'm just about to tear the, the thing open i'm like what is this and so i'm like oh and i'm trying to figure it out and i'm like well now i just ruined the whole thing so i stop it set it up again and I'm like, okay, we're going to just do it again. This time I'm just going to go unlisted because the recording thing was kind of weird. And so I'm doing it again, and I'm unboxing, and I start seeing comments. Oh, and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm glad I was kind of put together because sometimes, like, you know, we're just in the test <laughs> studio. You know, we just look like like absolute, like, ratchet. Shirtless like, and swearing. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, we're live. I didn't mean for this to be live, but I'm... You know, I could have had my beanbag out and everything, and <laughs> <laughs> would have been uh, would have been pretty bad. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joy Locking here, Tillery Pong. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Equan. The worst is when you're flicking your bean while strangers watch. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Don't forget to use code CW10 during our live recording for ten percent off all in-stock items. That's capital C, capital W, one zero. We have a great show for you guys tonight, and I say that every Tuesday, and I mean it every Tuesday. But this Tuesday, I extra mean it. It's going to be a really good show. Now, full <laughs> disclosure. We did bury the lead a little bit. There's a lot of people streaming on Tuesdays now, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the other stuff that happened this week, and we're gonna end our pre-order section with Gandalf. So stay tuned for that. Uh, in the meantime, we got Toy Mafia, Two Country, Bob Dylan, OG Fan, Yomo, Irwin, Equan, PT Works, Mr. Mom Collectibles, Pablo Mesa, Thor Gaming, uh, Bob Dylan, Young Obi, Andres IB, uh, Doctor Equan. Uh, to country, Jeff Ramos. Jeff Ramos was one of the guys watching the unboxing earlier. Boogie Manny, uh, John the Everyday Collector, DJ, and uh, I think we got everyone, Irwin, just in case. Dean, we have a very special segment that we 
began all of our shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. <laughs> Just to, I wanted to read this. Bob Dylan says Gigi finally murdered Marco after his tumble. <laughs> Did he get yeah, that Marco, ship finally? I don't know. <laughs> but I thought wow. that was a funny comment. Yeah, Marco is working late, so we miss him, but. I'll be back. That's the excuse he gave us, but yeah. Yeah, he just yeah. doesn't want to be compared to Namor, let's be honest. I've seen oh. I've seen some memes floating around. <laughs> that's funny that you say that. That's I think it was worse. <laughs> it's funny it was more that you Star say Trek that. and Gandalf talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so um <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> um yeah, so I picked up the Jack's Pacific uh four inch uh supersonic. Zach didn't know what Supersonic was. It's yeah, a total. Yeah, was from Fortnite. It's a total ripoff of Dragon Ball Z. They uh, back in the nineties, they had Sonic collect the seven Chaos Emeralds, and he would go Gold Supersonic, same as Goku going Super Saiyan. So um, it's hilarious, but yeah, that is a canon thing. Um, wow. So he had no idea. So I was like, Supersonic? What do you mean you don't know what it is? So that was funny. I was like, dude, and, that's what I get when I get Sonic. I get that super-sized Sonic, bro, that Route 44. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. The ocean water, bro. Bro, Lemonberry Slush, bro. No, you always got the ocean water. I used um, to. I'm a grown yeah. man now, Dean. I'm a dad. And man. then Sweet Rainer surprised me for Christmas and my birthday. He was like, hey, come over. I got something for you. I was like, all right. He got me this Art Germ Punchline uh john how do you say it gicle here we go hold on i lowered the volume because of professionalism <laughs> oh yeah gicle gicle uh G-clay. the gicle print um <laughs> it's uh 18 by 24 um if you don't know what it looks like it's the same cover at, at, or it's the same art that's on the cover his art germ cover so super cool. I'm going to have to, I have a frame for it. And I'm going to put it behind the statue eventually when that comes in. So super cool. I'm going to have all the like comics on stands around it. Cause that's a big fucking statue. It's like 39 inches tall or something like that. So awesome. super excited to get that in. Super cool to have the, the art print now. Cause I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. So now I have a better idea. So Super cool to get that in, and that is my new this week. What about you guys? Congrats, buddy. Very nice. Yeah, so uh, Sean and I went to the Calgary uh, Taboo Show on Saturday night. That's not what you called it in the, the chat, Ben. It's, well, it's the sex show, let's be honest. Um, Seriously? And of, yeah, yeah, the Calgary sex show. John was there, too. He was in the stirrups. <laughs> you were there? <laughs> is that a, a gicle? Uh, oh, you just happened to see me. <laughs> Pretty Wait fun place to be. Is, is that's there, essence on the face. <laughs> there were there were people swimming in margarita glasses. Um, there Ew. were people walking around with their with their breasts painted entirely. Shauna was Whoa. like, maybe I should take my shirt off and get and get my breasts Whoa. painted. I was like, Whoa. I was like, maybe maybe next year. You know, uh, maybe next year we'll see how it goes. Now people but, were people were pre painted, or you were painting breasts at the event. That's the question. They were being painted at the event, so wow. like full out, full out going wow. at it so yeah it was cool and then there was uh there was also a dude painting Sounds a picture awesome. there was a dude on the stage painting a picture with his member which after at the end it was wow. actually a really nice painting of a forest 
of, uh, of Batman. <laughs> this was actually the painting. This was the, he got that hip swing for the smile. Yeah, he was like full out. Now, was he aroused a, a when he was doing this? Or? I, I got to say he had to have had like some Viagra or some some kind of stimulant because I don't does, know how you do that in front does, of like a, a full audience of people. Uh, uh, it was pretty works. epic. It's called experience, Ben. It was pretty epic. So, but um, but yeah, so it was an ex- interesting experience. <laughs> if you I know, did a painting, it'd be like one of those. You go to the like a trading card. <laughs> it'd be thoughts. You know? <laughs> it'd be like it's a finger like, painting. Oh, a finger painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You beat me to No, I mean, obviously, a lot of people come away with new this week toys from this type of show. I came away with an art print because this, for whatever reason, like they had this this art booth there, and they had some really cool comic art. <laughs> And this one stood out to me. I kept kind of going back, and uh, after a few hours of drinking and seeing painted boobs walking around, I was like, clearly I need to come home with some some Batman art print. So Now, how uh, positive are you that this wasn't painted by a penis? I'm actually not positive <laughs> at all, uh, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to use positive thinking and uh, and feel good about it. I mean, it really, how could you know if any painting is painted by a penis? I mean, now You're that's what I'm going to be thinking about. It was talented, though. As I said, that picture of the forest was actually very, very good. So, um, but then I uh, so I put it in front of my display cabinets just to take the first photo on the left, and then I dimmed my lights uh, before I went to bed that night uh, naturally, and uh, it started to glow on the right. So it was cool. Like clearly, they've used some kind of glow <laughs> you have in the a dark light in your room. <laughs> so no, no, done at all. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, glow in the dark dick paint. Uh, and I got a, a really sweet Batman art print out of it. So it was quite the unique experience. Glow in the dark dick paint is just another word for <laughs> semen. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, there's there's a video on YouTube of a penis a, a penis painter and I'm I'm kind of wanting to pull it up, but I, I feel like it would <laughs> we should save, save it for, it for after tomorrow. dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah for after dark. I've, I've got more stories I could tell um, you guys on after dark. So it was an interesting experience for sure, uh, to say the least. Wow, this is. And this the moral is of the story: Ben was the painter, and that was the <laughs> <an> experience. <laughs> you also got a graphic made. Yeah, so uh, randomly, I think was it was it today or yesterday? I can't remember. All my days are blending together. But uh, Boogie Manny, uh, so from the Instagram handle uh, Merit Logos, uh, who makes I know a lot of the stickers for CW, I believe, right, guys? Um, yeah, yeah. Randomly, randomly messaged me yesterday and sent me oh this and was like, "Hey, made this for you. It's yours, yours to use. Uh, like there you go. Like no, I didn't ask him for it. It was just like goodness of his heart." Man, he's uh, a random, sweetheart. That's why. randomly made this for me. So, like, honestly, I was having a shit day, so it like totally made my day, and it made me laugh my ass off while I'm like driving to a site. So, yeah, uh, had to feature him. I was gonna shout him out later, but definitely, uh, definitely appreciated. Really, really, really cool of him to do, and hilarious. By the way, I'm stoked to get something made out of this. Three pounds, eight ounces. That's a lot of nut. <laughs> That, that is, is a lot of nuts. That's a, a copious like a amount. You should, Ben, you should order stickers and have them die cut it so that it's just the can. That would be 100%. a cool sticker. 100%. Yeah, that would, that would be, be a cool sticker. sticker. Manny's in the chat. So, well, um, really good of him to do. Yeah, time. didn't I, um, you also get a certain gaming console, Ben? I did. I don't know if Zach added it, but... Um, Oh, I so, may have co- forgotten. I don't think it was. Hate, maybe it was my, it. not in the chat. It was. Yeah, I think it was like a week ago that I sent it. It was on Wednesday. So, anyways, I I I call GameStop and I'm like, look, I've been looking for a PS5. I need a PS5. Do you have any in stock? And the girl's like, oh no, like we haven't had any in stock for months. 
but like if you come in on Wednesday at like 10 o'clock in the morning, we'll probably have a few bundles. So I'm like, okay, like, right? Like, maybe like 10, 15, you know, like 10, she's like, no, like get here early. So I'm not kidding. I get there by 10 after 10. There's already a line of about 15 people in front of me waiting for a bundle. It's the oh, God of War shit. bundle. Um, I watch 15 get sold in front of me. I'm thinking like, oh man, like I, I came too late. Like I waited too long. I get up to the counter and boom, I get one. By the time I got checked out of the store, so this the whole process probably took about 45 minutes in total, they were taking the sign down at the front of the store to say they no longer had bundles left. The girl said wow. they sold thir- 32 bundles in 45 minutes. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's part so, of the course, man. That's crazy. It's, it's fucking crazy how hard it still is to get a PS5. Well, and so I so I said to the guy, I was like, how many per household are we allowed to buy? And he's like, oh, you're only allowed two. So I called my buddy while I was in line, who lives in Ontario, uh, who games with uh, Dean and I occasionally, Jeff. And I'm like, do you want this now? Because you've been looking for months. This is your opportunity. And he's like, yep, pull the trigger. So I ended up walking out with two. All the way to the car, I thought I was going to get robbed, boys. I swear to God. I was, like, yeah. holding these PS5s, like, looking around. Like, I'm thinking, <laughs> like, I should have come with somebody. I'm going to get robbed for sure. Dude. Not a good time, but. On my way uh, home from buying mine, someone offered to buy it while I was in the Does not surprise me. Yeah. The guy that, like, took my money, I went to go buy food. He's like, can I buy that? I was like, dude, I just got it. Like, I ain't selling. <laughs> yeah. People Crazy. still want it, man. I, I really want to just show like a part of the video. We're here talking about PlayStation. And I'm sorry. I know watching Jeff isn't Jeff has encouraged me. Okay, I'm very encourageable right now. Okay. Oh, this might be the guy. Was this the guy? This might actually be the guy. He had like a blonde wig on. Okay, this wasn't the guy. <laughs> The lady's on the phone. This man's painting with his penis. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> look very <laughs> impressed, whether it be about the painting or the penis. Um, <laughs> it ends up turning out pretty good, but we'll cover that tomorrow on After Dark. So, after it's what? funny that you on After Dark. After <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! I got the Marvel Legends Marco figure. You did him dirty. How dare you? No, I didn't Photoshop this, but oh, this is, who did I this? Is, I think this he was Marvel S that did this one. Uh, something like that. Oh, yeah, this God. is this yeah. is amazing stuff. So, uh, yeah, I picked this up at, right when I left the theater. I, I checked Amazon. I was like, "Bros, they had a six dollar uh, discount on it. It was like seventeen bucks shipped." I was like, "Yeah, this is this this character was cool enough to me." So mm-hmm. I don't usually buy Legends these days, but um, I'm actually kind of shocked that the skin tone matches so well. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, me too. That's high like art right there. It's kind of. It's kind of wild. Yeah, like I saw be? the movie today. I, I couldn't yeah. unsee it. I couldn't unsee it. Does anybody work? Seriously. They got the Latino skin pigment down. John, you're not wrong. Ben's like, I just woke up. I'm this like, like I bought a o'clock. PlayStation 5. I fucking woke, woke up and just went to watch a movie. What the fuck? <laughs> John, I think we might be the only people to work on the panel, to be honest. Well, we... It's that time of year. You don't sell a lot of paint in November, so... Jesus Christ. Uh, we have a very special hot seat today. Uh, rather than, than three or four questions spread out amongst the panel, I have one question that we'll ask after the break for uh, all of you to answer. And depending on your answers, you'll get points for it. Cool, Let's cool, get into cool. the news. So, Hot Toys dropped, uh, I guess, the same figure in two different options, the ARF Trooper and the 501st Legion ATRT. 
Um, last night we were taking guesses at how much this would cost, and I think our uh, I was about a six six. I want to say six fifty, six twenty, but this right here uh, comes in at four thirty five, releasing October two thousand twenty three to March two thousand twenty four, and I gotta say, stunning price point, because if you think about it, you're getting a vehicle and a character. Now they're selling the vehicle separately for two ninety, right? So you're only paying about one thirty five for the figure one forty. Yeah, um, it is. It is an insane price point. I think this is well below every every one of our guesses. Yeah, because uh, wasn't the this, wasn't the speeder bike one like five forty or some shit like that? Five eighty, <clears throat> I want to say, which is what let me what pull it up. prompted. Yeah, go ahead and pull it up. Which prompted our price points starting at about six hundred because this is a little bit of a larger vehicle. Uh, but this is this is really neat. Um, I think the trooper. It's a variant that a lot of people really like. Uh, and, you know, the fact that they were able to give it to you separately where you could uh, display other Clone Wars characters on it without having to buy a trooper. Uh, I think this is a really neat purchase, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, which one of our fellow collectors will get it. Now, Bob Dylan says, can we crowdfund one of those selfie black series and pop the Marco head on a Namor? Um, <clears throat> I will pitch in $10 for that. I will definitely Bro, pitch in $10 for that. <laughs> it's six ten. Heavy weapons clone trooper with bark speeder and sidecar six ten, yeah, and you're getting this for four thirty five. But it comes with a sidecar and everything, right? It's all it's more. It's, but, it's larger. I mean, the, well, this is like twenty five inches tall, but uh, three, thickness three of it, right? Because it's just the legs. The other one's an actual vehicle. There's yeah, a lot but more. The vehicle's just the cockpit, and then it's just like a thin frame, right? I think there's more material on the. I don't maybe See, not six hundred and ten was worth, but that that's what was if, was hard that's for me saying, yesterday. This John. is it's like four. What did you say? Four four thirty five. Four thirty five. I mean, another. What's six ten minus four thirty five? I'm super bad at math. One seventy three. It's like, are you getting that much more material? I think they over fucking priced the fuck out of those. Yeah, speed. it's them waking up a bit. Uh, I think so. Um, I mean, other than the price, Dean, what do you what do you think about this? You're a big clone guy. Is it Arf Trooper or something that you've needed in your collection? Um, I actually am not a huge fan of that um, helmet design, so not really. But I could see myself maybe getting just the the uh, ATRT or whatever it's called. That sounds kind of cool. I got clone troopers that'll jump on it, especially because it's cheaper. I think this is cool and it looks fucking great. Um, yeah, I'm a sucker for clone stuff, so I think it's a pretty solid release. I think John's 100% right. I think they're like, all right, maybe we could dial it back. Because even the Commander Apo with the Bark Speeder without the sidecar, that's still 510. And the sidecar is like just like a tiny bit extra plastic. It's barely enough for a character to sit on. And this is so much better priced. Um, I think this is great. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a move in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the price point for a vehicle with the figure four thirty five is right on the money. I we were saying six plus. I think I said six sixty five yesterday. We were thinking like it would be as much as the tumbler. Yeah, which is. In, I mean, this the last time I felt this surprised of a price was when three zero DLX Hulkbuster. We were thinking it was going to be five six hundred bucks, and it came out at two fifty. 
Yeah. This is a step in the right direction, John. Yeah, like but you said. brilliant marketing because then it's like, oh, everyone expects it to be six hundred. Oh, it's four thirty-five. Wow. Then I need to get it because that that's fairly priced, right? Good marketing on their front. In regards yeah. to the in regards to the actual piece, I think it does look really good. Um, I love the articulation where it can be folded. I never got into the Clone Wars, but the second I saw that photo, I thought that was really neat. Uh, where you can fold it and then it becomes the vehicle at ground level. I thought that's awesome. Um, but again, to get the figure, even 435 for just the um, the vehicle, to get both for 435 yeah. down. Yeah, if you were on the fence about this, I know, like, I think it was Danny, Eddie, a few guys went to uh, Celebration and they saw this and they said it it was executed very well. So if you're, yes. yeah, if, if you saw it and you really like it, I at that price, I'd jump on it. It's interesting. I I wonder if they've also reduced the price slightly because they know that there's just kind of going to be a floodgate of releases coming. There's been a lot of things that we're waiting for as collectors, and it's tough to swallow if this is another 600 bucks in combination with the amount of space that this guy takes up vertically uh with the in combination with everything else that's coming i think it's really cool looking kind of going back to space for me that like i just wouldn't be able to fit into my collection in a way that i think uh, i could make it look really good i'm definitely excited to see some of the display options that people use this for kind of like you were saying dean even without this trooper there's a lot of figures you could put on this and make it look real badass from star wars universe yeah. and kind of root some of that cost for yourself right have a vehicle in your collection i also think this will end up being one of those chase items that once it sells out, it will be significantly more expensive down the line than what it's being yeah. offered for right now because it's such a reasonable price uh, for kind of what you're getting here. So I think if it is something for you, then it's one that I would recommend, you know, pulling the trigger on a little sooner than later because, uh, you know, with everything we've seen going to waitlist lately and all the blue screens and all the stuff, it's hard to know. Uh, I think if it speaks to you, get it. If not, you're gambling by uh, letting it pass by uh, in the night for sure. But it's a little too big for me. I'm gonna pass on this one. I do you guys think I had this problem last night, and I, I still kind of do. I I really wish that the ATRT would have been a generic one rather than a 501st. Um, I think if it was generic, I think um, you might have um, more more people that would want it. You know, there's some people that their favorite clone trooper might be the Coruscant Guard trooper. Right. Some people that might like other other legions that have yet to be released. Uh, it seems like they're obviously focusing somewhat rightfully so on the 501st Legion, but, uh, there are some other very cool factions in the Clone Wars. Um, I almost think that at this price, 435, I, I can't honestly imagine a lot of people would be, uh, going for the 290 version. I think even if you're buying it and you're parting out the trooper and the base and the right and the trooper's rifle and the pistol, which the pistol I think only comes with a few characters. So, I think I think I think you'd be able to uh, offset this cost even further. So, um, at that two ninety price point, I just don't think that's going to be a uh, a big seller. I will say, <clears throat> you don't really see Coruscant guards riding these because you know they're. On I know you don't, but I'm just <clears throat> saying, like there are there are the veteran clone troopers that are coming out, the cr the Chrome troopers. Like there are other troopers Hot Toys makes that. Yeah. If you weren't like the big five hundred first guy. Yeah, I kind of limiting. Other than the Coruscant Guard, yeah, they really only have 501st Troopers out right now. So, And also the ones that are coming out, both the Arc Speeder and the uh, Commander Apo, again, more 501st. 
Yeah. I think once we see more generic, yeah, that might not make sense, but I think this is pretty. And it, you know we're going to see it again in a different color, I think. Yeah, I think that's inevitable, so. You do, eh? Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I completely agree. So let's uh, let's move on here. Hot Toys. Um, Black Adam Golden Armor version gets an update on the costume. Hot Toys team has immediately adjusted the costume design of the 1-6 scale Black Adam uh, Golden Armor version collectible figure. After the unconventional hero made his movie debut to show our enthusiasm and true to movie creation, his suit is now completed with a carefully tailored black fabric cape to mimic his appearance in the final battling scene. Um, it's important to remember that when these companies... Uh, are making figures for new films. A lot of times they're working off of concept images or, you know, kind of work in progress things. And right. um, sometimes that, that, that does end up making its way to the final product. Unfortunately, sometimes back in the day when Hot Toys was releasing films alongside film uh, figures, alongside films, uh, you would, you would run into those issues. Uh, even Hasbro uh, with uh, some of the black suit uh, or some of the, the red and black suit Spider-Man stuff, they had different colors yeah. where they weren't supposed to be. Uh, so it's great that they had enough of a, a lead time on this to be able to make this change. Uh, I, I'm still not particularly interested in this figure, but I always like movie accuracy. So uh, I don't remember a them. cape. It was in one of the, the very film. last scenes. Yeah, I yeah. remember when the outfit changes. It's kind of like when he his mm-hmm. character kind of turns a, a little bit. But yeah, I really, honestly don't remember a cape. I'll have to go back and watch it. But uh, that's cool. That is that's nice to see that they're making. You know the change. weird part. Weird part though, I kind of like it less. I hate to say it. Like I, I kind of liked the way it looked with the gold version without the cape. Now that they've mm-hmm. added the cape, the black suited version with the like the robe where you first see him in the movie when he's got his hood up, like that yeah. was really badass. And it kind of speaks to me a little bit more. I, I kind of like this version less, so I honestly think like I'd be worried if, if other people feel the same way as I do, and they've already put their pre-order in on the kind of the gold look. Makes me yeah. wonder if they'll change it. Uh, if they if also it makes me scene. wonder and, how uh, permanently it'll be attached to the figure, right? If it might be an exactly. easily removable accessory. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, you or, could, and it'd be very expensive to do. But you could get both versions and then swap all the gold pieces to the regular suit. It's too one, much, though. That's yeah, it's too much. But, but even the lightning bolt was kind of like almost like dirtied up, but like tarnished, right? Yeah. With, the, with the darker suit. So, like, it would you're be like wrong. I see what you're saying, but it would be a bit of a, a kind of a cross. But, like Zach said, if like if there's any pegs or anything like that, how like easy it is, is it to remove? Uh, yeah, maybe cape, magnetic yeah. or something. Yeah, that's That'd what I was cool. thinking, too. Sean says cool. he doesn't like the added cape, so he agrees with you there, Ben. And uh, Nicolio okay. says they're happy they out of the cape. So definitely two signs well, of the yeah. there. It's going to be removable. It should be removable, I would think. So, yeah, um, like the Kylo Ren, that was totally. But this is old. This is they're putting out this publication now to make it seem like I I don't know if it's to make it seem like okay the movie came out and this and that. But when they the movie came out and now we're thinking of you guys and putting the cape on because when they showed the figure, there was verbatim that there was going to be a cape included. Mm-hmm. There wasn't an official statement like this or a photo, but they had said, yeah, yeah. we're going to be including the cape. But yeah, yeah if it's adding to the figure and it's not affecting the price, then I I don't I won't complain, that's for sure. I think the big thing is how well will how well will they do it? Looks like it has a, a, a wire in the cape which I'm not typically a fan of, but uh obviously this could just be the way the photo is, but I will say <clears throat> of all the figures I could think of that have capes, 
Hot Toys usually pretty much nails a cape. Even the ones that aren't particularly great are usually pretty good. The only ones I, I haven't liked are like on Thor. I'm surprised I've, you say that because like that's the I whole disagree. reason like Jackson Jew Jackson and Unreal and, Customs exists. Like that's they've yeah. been capitalizing on bad capes I'm, for a while. Like yeah. especially with Batman. Well, I guess you don't collect a lot of Batman figures. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. usually the Batman stuff. I really the dislike the Rogue ones. One Vader cape. I talked about it on Wills on Sunday, but that hmm. that cape sucks. Um, let's move on. Uh, Soso Toys. Um, this isn't an official announcement by any means, but typically when they tease a figure like this on their Facebook group. It does end up going into solicitation, but they showed uh, a photo of Namor. Obviously, Hot Toys, uh, from time to time, will not make villains from figures, so or uh, villains from films. So uh, we have no confirmation yet which figures we are going to get from Hot Toys. Uh, but at least Soso Toys at least appears to be uh, have this on their radar. Uh, I think if Soso Toys does do this character, um, I, I certainly would hope that. All of his outfits are presented with the figure. There's a uh, scene in the film. This isn't necessarily a spoiler, but he has this really beautiful, um, I don't like Aztec type headdress. Beautiful shot in the film. So I hope that he comes with some of that stuff. Uh, but it's going to be a neat figure. I hope that that they um, are able to do it. I think Toys R Us and Soso are definitely, uh, as far as third party goes, certainly at the top there. So uh, we'll we'll keep you guys updated if if this does come come to fruition. But uh, yeah, this is this is awesome, especially if Hot yeah. Toys doesn't do it. I think a lot of people really like the character. Um, I thought he was pretty cool. Um, that scene that you were talking about with the headdress was so fucking cool. Arguably awesome. the coolest scene in the movie. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I think you're 100% right. I think it needs to come with all that stuff. Because honestly, other than the headdress, like he really doesn't change too much from scene to scene. So mm-hmm. I think that's a super easy inclusion. Just pop a headdress on there. I mean... I've only seen the movie once, so maybe his outfit changes just a little bit in that scene. I'm not, I, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, that's such a cool, beautiful shot. I was like, man, I want him to wear that for the rest of the fucking movie. And, but it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like this character, and I think you're right. Hot Toys historically doesn't really do villains all that much, if it's not Loki. So, um, yeah, I think Soso Toys jumping in throwing their hat in the ring and they're continually impressive i mean they've been coming out with bangers so Mm -hmm. i'm excited to see if this happens my apologies gj it is maya uh, inspired and then yomo says i need a dx with the headdress and the throne so don't give them any But do you think Soso would give us a seamless body? Like, I know, Zach, you're not always a I fan of the seamless bodies, it. but I honestly feel like this guy would need to be seamless. I think he would. He was a beast in the movie, and again, no spoilers here, just he was a beast, though, and I think he would look badass uh, with a good seamless body. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, you won't be able to I don't know if Soso would it. be able to give us that. The, I, even still, it. like, a badass museum pose, I think, would still look real good for this character. But I think the thing with this character is a lot of his accessories, like, I mean... Granted, they are technically a little higher in the film, but he has armbands that would hide the joints, and Could obviously the legs would would have to be a little less than aesthetic, but um, I don't know. I just I feel like for a character like this who was so fluid in the movie, no pun intended, like he's just moving all over the place, huh. you're not going to want a seamless body that you're going to be forced to just put it in a museum pose. I, I think it would look badass, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe something like what Asmus is doing with their golem, where they're giving you a pre-posed set of bent arms, and then you can swap those out for a seamless arms. Yeah, I think 
presentation wise, obviously seamless would be cool, <clears throat> but longevity wise, no. Yeah. And, I, and I, if I'm paying the prices, especially today, I want that fucking thing to last, you know, forever. So, I, That's um, fair. what do you guys, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't jump into Soso. I think Soso Toys has the capability of doing a great figure. We've seen it with uh, their Kingpin, for example. Um, I think that was mm-hmm. executed well. They have the potential, but I would not touch this figure yet until we see. I think it's too soon. Hot Toys, because I can see Hot Toys doing figures. I think their Black Panther that they just put out, the suit looks stunning. The body looks really good as well. Um, overall, uh, it's a beautiful figure. If they can do the same with this character, it would be a perfect pair. So I wouldn't be jumping on this right away. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah, especially because, I mean, that movie has a potential of at least three for sure figures, right? The Black Panther, maybe yeah. even two versions of Riri Williams. Yeah. And then Okoye, I think is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, in the later part of the movie, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, also the, um, what's her name in the film? The other, uh, main character, not Shuri, not Shuri. um, uh, T'Challa's girlfriend from the first film. What's her oh. name? Oh, fuck. Um, um, Nikita, uh, or Lupita Nyong'o. I don't, I don't know what her what? name is in the film. Bless you. <laughs> That's what I said the other day, and Mark got mad at me. <laughs> but that, that character played such a huge role, and she had a really cool suit in the film. That's if, true. Nokia, so, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Nokia. If so, so, Nokia, though, they've been out of business forever. Um, <laughs> if so, so was you. smart. Thank you, Yomo. If, if so, so was smart, they would have shown this with a pre order right out of the bat. If because were- now all they're doing is amping up, okay, well, now Hot Toy sees this and says, let's just say for whatever, right? You're giving people, you're giving shows time to talk about it like this, to say, hey, wait for Hot Toys. You're giving, uh, you're letting Hot Toys know what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, and we know their track record, what they've done. If they just came right out of the bat, people are excited after watching the movie. Here's the pre-order. People get emotional. Boom. Yeah, from a business standpoint, you could also say the same thing about Hot Toys. It's like you did a Black Panther. Why the fuck wouldn't you put out a Namor too? Well, well, Hot Toys isn't teasing it. These guys are teasing it. That's my whole thing, right? Yeah. These guys are t- this teaser kind of sh- like the kind of like they did with the classic Loki. They so so came yeah. with the classic Loki, and then Hot Toys announced swooped that in. They're going to do a classic lo- Loki right after but, the hype. Train. But the thing with classic Loki is so so put the order in right away, right? So people had got it done, put money down, and ordered it. Now I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole. I would say that's a good point. Objectively, though, I feel like this is a harder figure for them to do than classic Loki. There's a cape and a a um, a suit. You know, this you're gonna have to look into the proper seamless body. Okay. Um, different. Uh, you actually may even have to modify the body because he has the wings. Um, so that being said, who do you trust more to do it? I would say I I would be more confident that Soso would do it, given the fact they made the post. And Hot Toys track record, but I, I certainly would wouldn't be shocked if Hot Toys did one like way too far down the line. My sorry, I asked the wrong question. My verbatim was wrong. Who do you trust more to execute the figure appropriately? 
That's if they both did one, I'd like to say Hot Toys. Uh, but that's if they both did one. The yeah. thing is, I don't want it to be, uh, you know, because it's it's twenty twenty two and we're just barely seeing yeah. some No Way Home stuff. Actually, we haven't even seen the Vulture. We that's a good teaser. point. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want it point. to be twenty twenty five and we're still waiting. Yeah. We're still talking about Namor and and the So So guys have had theirs for right. you know three years <laughs> yeah. in hand already. Yeah, yeah the way would kill you. Namor yeah. gets killed in New Avengers two. And it's like, oh, here's the Namor figure from the Black Panther movie. It's like, well, the character's already dead in the MCU. What the fuck? It's got a different costume in it. Namor's, Namor's <laughs> yeah, going to be so, a, a fish on a plate by the time uh, you get the hot toys. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Sashimi, man. Sashimi, <laughs> man. Now, this is really exciting here. Uh, 9 a.m. Uh, uh. PST, Thursday, November 17th. Uh, so that's in two days, XO. Uh, dash six dot com, uh, one seventy five real good price point includes the one to one scale Star Trek the motion picture, Delta badge in association with fan sets. This is their um, uh, Captain Kirk uh, available Q four two thousand twenty two. has said this figure will be extremely limited, so be sure to get your order in before it sells out. Kirk will be departing the space dock within days of ordering, so immediate payment is required. Uh, this is a trend recently with XO six as well as the new Gandalf, which we'll talk about in a moment. Mm-hmm. Immediate availability with limited stock on hand. Um, ben, take the lead on this. Tell us, tell us what, what's the deal with this one. Yeah, so I mean, fans of Star Trek have been waiting for the original series figures for a while now. We got uh, Mirrorverse Spock, but we haven't had any kind of the, of the original film. And they recently re-released this film on 4K Blu-ray, so it's been getting a little bit more fan traction again. Um, but the character Admiral Kirk, I mean, everybody wants an Admiral Kirk in their collection, especially if you're an original series fan. I thought it was interesting that we've been waiting and waiting, and there's been a ton of updates from Exo 6. He keeps, Nanjin, he keeps, like, teasing this figure. He keeps talking about how the suit is green, not gray. Depending on the screen you watched this movie on when you were younger versus even the Blu-ray one, uh, it can look gray in the old. Uh, the updates look a little green. This is very specifically from Nanjin green so if you're excited for a gray iteration of this outfit you will be disappointed so he's made that very clear having said that you can only get two the price point is really good i do think this guy will sell out pretty damn quick and the fact that we're going to get this in this year uh with within q4 i think is pretty exciting especially since as i said it feels like you know nanjin's been teasing this guy for literally like months <laughs> and so uh i am a next generation fan at heart for the most part so i don't think i'll specifically buy this one um but for anybody who has uh you know the original series in mind i think this is a is a huge win for star trek collectors for sure yeah i don't really know any, it's th- this isn't the movie with Khan, right no this is from the uh, the original motion picture I don't remember. Uh, perhaps a movie of the week one day. Uh, ben, we'll yeah, be talking sure. more uh, XO6 on the reissue in a few weeks. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Dean and John will be able to join us and we can all learn about more Trek stuff. We have uh, to. I'll do my homework. <laughs> You're welcome to join, John. You don't have to join. <laughs> now, this was uh, something that we've uh, speculated was coming for a while. We got a teaser a few weeks ago. Now we have the figure uh, Blitzway with Live Nation presents the Kurt Cobain one six scale action figure. John, I want to say the portrait uh, you shared a post earlier. I believe this is K.A. Kim that has done some work on this, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yes. And I got to say, real nice portrait. I think the portrait's good. The price, though, 320 released in Q2 2023, is a bit up there. 
I think, for this, I don't say character, for this figure. Um, Accessories-wise, you get two different heads, the microphone stand, a guitar pick, a watch, sunglasses, cigarettes, a staff card holder, an electrical electric guitar and electric guitar stand with some special hands. The glasses, though, they're an early pre-order bonus. If you pre-order between November 15th to December 15th, so you have about a month to order that. Um, a lot of people on our Patreon chat today were saying that, um, you know, Kurt Cobain himself would, would be rolling in his grave if he knew a figure was made from him. So I don't, I don't know enough about Kurt Cobain to comment on that, but that seemed to be the theme today from the Patreon chat. And I will say, I think, I think the portrait looks great. I think the eyes closed portrait is an absolute must. I think, I think both have been executed well. Never a doubt with Kay Kim and the quality of her portraits, but I think for me, this is going to come down to how well can Blitzway execute this. Um, we've seen Kay Kim produce some beautiful, beautiful portraits, and we've seen them um, not executed well in the final product. Um, lots of companies come to mind, so I think I think uh, Blitzway here has a tall task to do this, and hopefully they are able to deliver it. And I would say also one of the comments I saw in some of the groups today. People were saying it doesn't look grungy enough. The outfit looks too clean. Uh, it does have a little bit of fraying in some of the edges along with the jeans. But it's an easy fix. But at this price point, I think it should come, you know, out of the box looking like it needs to. Uh, but yeah. I'm curious if anyone, any of you guys are big Kurt Cobain fans. If anyone in our chat is going to pre-order this. This is a pass for me at the moment. But this is it's a really nice looking figure. Yeah, absolutely. Erwin said, I thought they were going to do the MTV Unplugged version. I thought they were going to do Smells Like Teen Spirit, right? That probably the most iconic uh, Nirvana yeah. song. And that outfit is pretty, you know, visually iconic. This is from, I believe, a live performance in New York. So it is iconic in its own right. But um, I I like Nirvana probably as much as the next guy. Um my brother was a huge Nirvana fan. <laughs> I remember growing up, my my parents would not look like me listening to uh, Nirvana. Um, but I think you know, I've said it before. I think more musicians is always a good thing. Price point is a little wild. Um, I can't really speculate on to, as to why. I mean, even with two head sculpts, that seems pretty high. Um, but. I mean, you just brought up a picture of uh, yeah. side by side. I think uh, K Kim nailed it. Yeah, just quickly before we uh, look at these photos, Ninja Scroll, remember their Hendrix prototype, uh, Jimi Hendrix prototype and final product were such a big downgrade. Be aware with this. Erwin agrees. We'll cycle through these photos, but Dean, please continue. Yeah. Um, K Kim, I mean, second to none. She's probably the best. K Kim, if you're out there, marry me. Um, but yeah, that's a really good point, uh, about the, uh, Jimi Hendrix and the quality lost between the prototype and the final. Um, that's a huge, yeah, that's pretty concerning. So uh, personally, I'm not getting it, but I could see why somebody would. I was about to come out and just say, uh, uh defend the price point, And then whoever made that comment about the damn Jimi Hendrix, absolutely demolished yeah. my thought process because it's true <laughs> is it fucking true as hell if the figure came out the way we're seeing here i think the price is warranted guys yeah. like i see people paying more 
and settling for other figures, or not more, maybe around the same, a little bit less, but settling for figures that aren't necessarily accurate. So when you're getting a, a figure like this where the portraits, you know, it's pretty darn close, um, I think w we should expect to pay a little bit more. We really should. I see it all the time, people paying for inaccurate products. And they, because it's their favorite character, they have no problem doing it. So why shouldn't we pay a little bit more for a, some, for, a, for a sculpt that looks like, damn, like, do you think we're going to get a closer looking Kurt Cobain than this? I don't think so. Probably not. But it has to come out the way this prototype is being shown. I don't want to, I don't want it to, like, that was a fantastic point by the, uh, in regards to the, um, what's Hendrix. his name? Jimi Hendrix. Cause yeah. that was, the ball was dropped there big time. But, uh, yeah, no, I... If you're if you're a Kurt Cobain fan, or if you're even someone who wants to collect that line, the musical artist line, uh, I think this is great to add to the collection. Yeah, I've been pretty happy with Blitzway over time. Like I did love their Ghost West, Ghostbusters, especially even for their age. I always mm -hmm. thought those uh, figures were really good, but yeah. the Hendrix definitely did seem like a ball drop for sure. So that again, great point there. I do think the price and this is a little bit high for me to justify right now without seeing what a final looks like. The proto definitely gets me excited and it comes with a lot of really cool stuff. I like the cigarette. I think the guitar looks really good. The outfit, like, I mean, you see out the picture on the left, that outfit's a little frayed as well. Color might be like slightly off, but again, that just might also be the lighting. So it's a little hard to say. I do think that the hair sculpting looks a little bit plasticky uh, in this one, but not to nitpick it. I think it has more to do just with the fact that it is such a high price point. So it kind of looks toyetic in that sense um but again i think if it comes out and it looks just as good if not better than this uh that may convert me because i have always been a really big kurt Cobain <laughs> um the chat's right i don't think that he would have necessarily appreciated a figure of him it does seem a bit like a bunny a money grab maybe from his from his family or, or from the people who will benefit from it so that's a little bit interesting um i if that matters to you then i would say people probably won't buy it, especially if they are a really big Kurt Cobain fan, which means this may end up, you know, oddly enough, hitting a, a bargain bin down the line. But it's hard to say because Blitzway, once they go uh, sold out status, uh, a lot of them end up becoming grails, whether or not they're perfect uh, at the end. So we'll see. I do think it looks really cool, as I said, in its current condition. And the microphone stand, as I said, the guitars, I want to call them the Willy Wonka sunglasses. Like They're all really cool, really cool accessories with this guy. Uh, and it does look pretty good. Uh, the only other thing is I would make his butt chin just a little bit deeper. I think it's just ever so slightly uh, soft on the portrait. Other than that, I think it looks exactly like him. Oh, you're muted, Zach. I want to be able to blow my nose out of Dean, his chin. we have a very special segment. Might be even more special than new this week. And it's the wow. fans have been been clamoring for it. Dean, are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> That was epic. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite videos on the internet. It's like an entire office with that going on every shout screen. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Badfish. Badfish was like, dude, you got to do like a, a, a thing like like for new this week. And I was like, for like an hour or two, I was rewatching the movies and like just scrubbing through like quotes. Like what, what would make sense? And, you know. Nailed it. It ended up being just that. 
So I'm going to introduce this figure, and then I'm going to let uh, Dean and John and Ben talk about it. Because I have a lot to say. Obviously, uh, that's what a lot of people are here for. But I, I want to make sure that there's meat on the bone for the boys here. So, um, Asmus Gandalf the White, $380, uh, with Shadowfax, available for immediate release. You're not showing anything on the screen. I know. Oh. Here we go. So, I'll let you guys, uh, I'll cycle through a few of these photos, uh, whoever, whomever wants to lead us off. And when you guys are ready for me to, to take it to the spin zone, you let me know. Bro, I, when you, when you start posting these... I legitimately thought this was a uh, queen. In art? Uh, so did I. <laughs> I thought it was the, uh, the in art because I was like, oh, well, they said they were going to do it. And this sculpt is far and away infinitely better than anything Asmus has ever done Gandalf was. And then I, I started looking at Shadow Facts and I, I was giving it a good roast and then i was like wait a minute <laughs> this isn't this isn't in art at all this is fucking asmus and totally blew me away but like i said it wasn't until i got to the horse that i was like oh okay this makes sense <laughs> asmus kind of you know goofed a little bit but as far as the gandalf is concerned holy shit i it I completely blew me away i think this is fucking fantastic the price point with shadow facts insane because six scale horses are not cheap by any means um yeah i i think it looks fantastic i'm sure zach is gonna completely change my mind here in a minute um but holy shit caught me off guard i think it looks great i I don't want. Go ahead, Ben. I, I just I don't want to. I I want Zach. I like. I don't know what to say. Like it's. I it's, think I think John, a lot of what you have to say is one hundred percent valid. I but, I think what you've pointed out is exactly the issues that I have. I I sit back and I have and photos. I, I have photos that we can discuss if you want to kind of save it for a little for a few minutes i do i, I do but i want you to think about something i don't want to shit on anything because i know how excited you are for this so i don't know no, i could take it i could take it i don't want to be that guy but at the same time i sit here i think it's important i'll say this john yeah we okay so let me clarify one thing i've always said as of late do not pre-order and i i think that advice holds true for most things but when you have a figure that's available for immediate release, it means one of two things. One, the company uh, has just you know released something very similar, so they have a, a, a size, a, a market reference for how many they should make. Yeah. Or two, it's going to be very limited. And in this case, yeah. it's been going in and out of stock quite a bit. So um, I think lately our channel, uh, for better... A lot of people uh, are looking to us for, for this Gandalf news. So regardless of how good this figure was or wasn't, I felt a little bit of personal responsibility that we need to order it. At least have one person on the channel that would be able to give some thoughts, right? With that being said, when I ordered it, I did have a lot of concerns. Now, some of those concerns have since been unfounded now that we've seen a little bit more photos. But 
there there is there are things that aren't great right there are 100 percent things that are not great so with that being said john if you have anything you can say it you're not gonna hurt my feelings because i think i think that's why people come to this channel we give some okay. honest feedback sometimes it's against the grain mm -hmm. but uh i think i think as a as a package a lot of good i think so there's a lot of stuff that could be done better though so I'm gonna. I, I I know I extended it to Ben. I'll say all I'll say quick because okay. Ben Ben can <laughs> go, go and then you take your part and then I'll go. But I just want to say, I look at this and I think when, and it's not to do a comparison with Inart, but I know Inart's gonna come here because come up here because I already see it in the chat. People yeah. need to reconsider Inart, and I think that's it's nuts to make a statement like that. But I think that when Inart first showed Gandalf, the amount of comments that in our got in regards to inaccuracies with the staff and and the portrait and this and that and the hair and and then i think asmus is showing this and i'm looking i'm not a huge gandalf like fanatic you're definitely more experienced than me zach dean's probably even more experienced than i am but i can see the inaccuracies i can see the inaccuracies and i feel worse than what Inart had put out and just the community blankets it over even when i was putting it in the chat it's just like you don't hear one thing but then when Inart had come out it was pitchfork time that's where i get like uh back to the wall and it's like okay do i even should i even bother with an opinion because it's i think in one year out the other to, i think, think the that difference... has to do with price john sorry to cut you off sir well, no, I don't. It goes, I don't think it's a price it, it, thing. Ben, it goes. Price will go back to my comment with Kurt Cobain. You want to pay three hundred bucks for a likeness of Kurt Cobain that you're not going to get anywhere else, or do you want to pay um, a little bit less and get a half-ass product? Not to say that this is half-ass, but you know where I'm getting at, right? A, a lower-end yeah. product. For me, I would want the best representation in the collection. I completely agree, and I think I think the thing that is a, a very quantifiable difference here, John, is when Inart showed us the Gandalf, it was a very early um, prototype, right? They, they they showed it to us, and there was still... There wasn't a lot of time, because obviously with the staff thing, we really had to force the hand on that one, but it, it was certainly enough time that changes could be made, right? Whereas with Asmus, they showed it to us at SDCC, and then... Last week we saw the staff, and it, by that point, if, if you think about the way the logistics work, by that point they're boxing it up to send it out the door. So yeah, we didn't really exactly. have time to give that feedback. Yeah. I completely agree, though. They they've ran into this issue with the hats, right? They didn't get the hats right, um, and they had to go back and and at their own expense send out many hundreds of hats, right? And we'll talk about i i i know which two areas i think you're leaning towards i have photos of both of those and i'm 100 percent in agreement with you there but i just think that with this figure the way that they did it there wasn't a lot of time for public comment or discussion it was like this is what it is you're either going to order it or you're not and i don't think that's the best way to do it but it's certainly different in one six scale. i think it was great to do it not necessarily because of uh i know what i liked that they did was it's they put out the announcement and it's available right away. Boom! You can order it right away. The excitement there—that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. When, but when there are a, a lot of inaccuracies here that need to be addressed, and we need to hold it to the same standard. Because I wouldn't hold it to the same standard, but then I read comments and I hear, "Well, I got to reconsider my inner one," and I got—I—it I, it boggles my mind. 
I would say objectively. Well, well, let me say this. Let me let me say this first. The way that they've shown us the Gandalf, like the last two times we've seen it physically, not in like a, a photo booth, but like in person, so to speak. I think that that figure looks worse than this in terms of the robe, the way the robe fits, the inaccuracies with the beard. That figure needs a lot of work. And we clarified with John, uh, Queen Studios John, that they're clarifying what they've meant by the factory has made this with um, final. They've released some very confusing answers to some of our questions. So they're clarifying Uh, what exactly they're a write off. For me, they're a write off publicly right now. They're marketing and they're John. John's a write off for me right now. I think he's gotten too deep. And now he's trying to dig dig himself out, and it's too late. It's so too which late. which inaccuracies? Uh, do well, you I want to Ben. A- Let, let's do. Uh, let's. Okay. I, okay. I want you to share like your excitement and stuff, and and I don't want this to be like a like a whole negative segment. Just things that you know, little things that I'm even surprised my eyes picked up because, like I said, I'm not into uh, I'm not into this as much as you guys are. But little things that caught my eye. Hmm. So if you want to go ahead, Ben, sorry. No, no, no worries at all. I was all really interesting stuff. I'll be quick because, I, again, I'm not going to pretend to be nearly the fan uh, that Zach is for sure. Um, when I close my eyes and think of Gandalf the White, uh, this definitely nails my mind's eye perspective. Now, that's without having seen the movie for a couple of years now. Um, I think this still looks significantly improved over their Gandalf the Grey version, especially around the eyes. They've really, really improved the face and the eyes uh, portion. I I always thought he looked a little zombie-fied in the, the previous iteration, so for that, I applaud them. I think that they're going in the right direction. At least with Asmus, we've had releases in hand from them before, so we already have an idea of somewhat level of quality to expect. And now I think this looks better than some of their previous offerings, so that gets me excited that Asmus is definitely moving in the right direction when it comes to their Lord of the Rings uh, figures. It is disappointing that we couldn't get ahead of it, potentially, like we did with Gandalf the Grey uh, for Inart, uh, with some maybe feedback and suggestions but as we've noted before that's also a really slippery slope and i'm not totally sure a lot of companies are cut out for that level of feedback and change uh once a product is already somewhat in production right because that that costs money that type of pivot might be really challenging uh when i first look at this figure again i think that it looks really uh improved over the the gandalf the gray it doesn't talk me out of my purchase of in our gandalf the gray because i even though it's the same character i think of them as two different versions so if you want a gandalf the white and you want a gandalf the gray this shouldn't necessarily detract from your want of the gray especially if that's your favorite iteration of gandalf i would say that this guy looks a little bit tanned at least in the pictures like he looks really dark-skinned uh especially in in this particular photograph i remember him looking a little bit more red almost like sunburnt in the film but not necessarily like dark uh tan um and shadow facts uh i did pull up some images of shadow facts it definitely has the horse definitely has a bit of a rough chop mane for sure uh but this one looks a little bit like my 10 year old sister took her scissors to the hair uh and just kind of cut it off like sheared off uh which i think looks a little off-putting I, I feel like that could have used a little bit of rework um but nothing that maybe uh somebody with a uh, skilled pair of scissors can't uh, tune up a little bit and fix potentially. So we'll let, see. So let me say a couple of things. Because um, I know you're going to go, I want you to have the passion and the conversation, and then I don't want to go after that. Um, with me, here's what I'm going to say good about Asmus. 
I think Asmus stepped up to the plate better than Hot Toys when it comes to a business perspective and reacting to the competition of Inert. I think Asmus has stepped up to the plate tenfold compared to Hot Toys. They've come out, they've given us a, a better, like you guys said, a better Gandalf than their Grey, nice base. The, the whole concept for the price point is there, and I think they did a great job there. The rooting, I think, is done very well. Was executed very well. Not necessarily on um, Fax Machine, but on Gandalf. Uh, no, not even one laugh. That was good. Man. That was Come pretty on. good. I think you meant to say <laughs> Shrink Ray, but not <laughs> Fax no. Machine. Remember I said Shadow Fax? Fax Machine. Oh, that's yeah. good, John. That's fucking good. <laughs> you threw it in a little too slick. I, I did, thought you were I saying so. Fax Machine because Marco commented. No, I didn't uh, Sorry, I'm missing comment. out on the fun tonight. Just finishing a painting I'm doing for Ben. <laughs> No. Oh um, <laughs> the tailoring looks from to my eye. I'm like Ben. To my eye, it looks fine. This penis. Here's <laughs> the other few things. Shadowfax looks like it's about to take a nosedive. That's one negative. The hair on Shadowfax, the way it was cut, you're gonna need some futzing there because that's atrocious. But overall, as a horse, as the animal, it looks good. Now with the Gandalf, I'm sure you're gonna show some photos afterwards. I'm not a fan of how they executed his boots compared to how it was done in the film. Yes. Uh, he does look very tan, so we got to get that cleared up. And do the pipe? Say that one more time. You were breaking up just a Sorry, little bit. Sorry, did they include a pipe as an accessory for him? They did not, and that's on my list of accessories that should have come with okay. this. He smokes a pipe, I think, once in the film as Gandalf the White, mm. but I think it would have been an easy inclusion. Yeah, with, easily. to be honest. With Pippin? Yeah. yeah. Pipe? Half, yeah, wizards. And I know we were discussing the other day, I think it was yesterday, a sec the second staff. We're going to start a second staff brigade uh, here. That one's a toughie, though. That's a uh, toughie, because it really depends what cut of the film you watch. So but, John's referring to just for but the for both characters. Well, you go into it. Okay, go for the uninitiated. Uh, in the yeah. extended edition, the Witch King destroys Gandalf's staff, and throughout the film, from that point on, which is fairly early in the film, he doesn't have a staff. It's not until he's seen in the Greyhaven scene that he has uh, uh, this the same staff, or if you watch the extended cut, a different staff. Technically, it's here. Let me see if I can pull it up. The prop is actually a little bit taller of a staff. And so that's, uh, I kind of joked about it last night with, uh, on the stream, but John's saying it should have come with both. I don't it disagree, should've. It but should've. it's also Just like for the, the completionist, like, right? Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can't, uh, find and the comparison. Photo I think here. the staff, the, for this staff they gave us is more than half ass. I think it's the worst part of this figure is this staff. Really? Yeah. I don't think it was, well, I'm sure we'll see some photos afterwards. Um, Asmus, on even on their box art, the the staff is different on their box art than the product they actually gave us. Atrocious. So it's, this is this difference here. It's just like in six scale, this might be a quarter of an inch. That's it's fine. It's the but same could, exact staff. You could have said that for the in art one. All they did was add a little crystal. Same thing. It's well, that's that's diff That's totally different. It's they're, different because it's completely okay. different. This is like the same shape and size. It's just. Like a, a tiny. The way one. I see it, if I'm a connoisseur of Lord of the Rings, and all it takes is just to add a little bit, uh, another staff, a little bit longer, just give it to us. 
but I think they failed on the staff. Uh, I think the base looks great, and my favorite, 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 favorite thing about this release mm. is the packaging. Oh, it's beautiful. I think John, that's going to be beautiful. such an unboxing experience. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, the That's the foam I wanted to see. That's the foam I think we should see on all releases it's at the price premier. points we're paying. premium. Yeah, so I think they did well there. But she needs some work, in my opinion. It looks like my so, grandmother's tablecloth, that white. Well, it is supposed to be like... <laughs> I know, like I know. I, no, no, I so, know. So, um, first and foremost, I did want to clarify something. We uploaded last night the Asmus unboxing, which I'm going to play for you right now, with permission of Asmus. Now, we are not uh, affiliated with Asmus in any way. I paid my own money for the figure. Uh, it, it should, in theory, be here Friday. And... Uh, so, so we there's no kickback. I put the Asmus just asked me to put the link to their video and their final product in the description, but we are not affiliated with Asmus by any means. So, the critique that we're giving now is not affected by Asmus, nor will the critique that I give if it arrives Friday when we do our unboxing. It will 100% be a genuine reaction. So, let's watch this unboxing if YouTube will play nice with us tonight. And I want you guys to take note of the way the horse uh, Shadowfax is arranged in the box. And I mentioned this to uh, to Dean when, when he had some critique, which we'll bring up here in a second. But I think that the way that Shadowfax is posed has a lot to do with the fact that they needed to fit him inside this box. So we'll play this and we'll touch base with you guys. The uh, grass work is beautiful there. Oh, it's Sia. <laughs> it That's a like, good one, dude. Looks like That's Tyler, the creator, in the, in the earthquake <laughs> video. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the Mandarin, Ben. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so, I'm so suddenly starving. That. Let me, I like uh, the little foam cut out of the horse. Beautiful. The that was stunning. Packaging. They demolished the packaging <laughs> oh on God. any six scale figure release. Dude, this well, is what that. That's a big, this is what that horse looks like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, so so let me uh, let me get into this just a little bit. For, uh, a few things first. It's important to note that uh, look at look what we got here. If you load. What's going on, Joe? It's important to note a few things before we talk about this. First and foremost. All of these photos that we're showing here, and I got Mark with me tonight, all of these photos here are final product photos. So these are not prototypes. All of the solicita solicitation photos are of final product quality, which is important because I have a three-week-old question with Inart that they're still trying to figure out what exactly was shown to us in <laughs> Las Vegas and the recent, uh, the recent event in Asia. Yeah, they showed you there two is, different figures. There is no moving eyes on this figure. So that was an issue that plagued the Gandalf the Grey figure. There are no moving eyes. The eyes are stationary in the, in the head. 
It also does not include Naria, the Ring of Power. That was a decision from the licensor. They mentioned that it was not present in the film enough to warrant uh, inclusion with the figure. Yeah, it's only and again, one scene. Yeah, again, that's with uh, with the licensor. And John, I think oh, that maybe. Can I say really quick? <laughs> Somebody commented that on their on their post as was this post like where's no <laughs> and you fucking shut them down so <laughs> ugly dude. Oh, what did i say i was like it's invisible were like, just it's, like in the film oh yeah <laughs> i remember that <laughs> bro i was like god damn zach fucking buried <laughs> oh yeah i remember reading it was that. fucking awesome dude i just wanted to point that out now i will i will say though for what it's worth i 3d printed one six gun Naria, so if anyone needs one yeah. they look beautiful but on the face zach zach did point that out to me like a month or so ago because i asked him I was like, hey, Gandalf is wearing the ring clearly at the end of the film when um, Aragorn gets crowned. And I was like, how come I'd never seen that before? He's like, well, it's it's invisible. It's hidden all the time. And it doesn't until the, like that. Until the ring was destroyed, that's when it became. Right. And so I was like, okay, I had no idea. That's such a cool fact. So that now makes perfect sense why it's not on any of the figures so thank you yeah so mark if you if you will allow me i'm going to run through uh some things on this figure uh and then of course i'd love to hear your take just just for like two seconds though look at how good this one six gonaria looks that i 3d printed these will be available by the way holla at your boy um okay so so uh in addition to what we've said um, only retailers that carried Gandalf the Grey Crown will be able to order this figure from Asmus. So it doesn't matter if you as a collector have ordered Gandalf the Grey. That's not what they're excluding. Only a retailer that has ordered the Grey will get it. So One Six Kit has said they're not able to get it. Uh, but then some people are saying that they did get their Gandalf the Grey from One Six Kit. So I'm not sure what the drama is with that. Also, a lot of people are complaining that this is the price point of $400. Uh, $380, rather that this is a new normal price point for Asmus, and Asmus has confirmed that this is indeed not a normal price point, and that their upcoming Boromir figure will be less than $200. With that out of the way, I think this figure has a lot of great things going for it. I think a lot of the critiques that John has are 100% valid. I think the critique that Dean has with the horse is valid as well, with the pose. Uh, I think that, unfortunately, is a side effect of, of boxing this in with Gandalf. I think they had to lower the horse's head just a touch to get it to fit in that box. If you look at the unboxing, it's right there at the top. I, I think that's an unfortunate sacrifice. But to be honest with them together, uh, I don't think the eye line is bad. Uh, and so I think it works for me. The main, to me, is the worst part of this set. I think it can be futzed. Uh, but I have no idea why they parted it down the middle. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's got a '90s that... '90s bowl cut look to it, you know, kind of like a like a My Little Pony type deal. So yeah, I, but, I yeah, don't like it. Definitely needs a futzing. I, it almost I feel like it needs to be longer from what I what I saw. Yeah, but and and so I think I think the issue with the tone. I think I'm a little less concerned about. I think that's a white balance issue. They showed some photos of like a bunch of the portraits kind of lined up, and uh, I'm not. I'm not particularly seeing that skin tone being an issue. I think you have an all white, um, an all white uh, figure, uh, and you have a dark room. I think something is going to pick up and and kind of divert the the camera's color there. Uh, but of course, Friday will know that for sure. Uh, and I certainly think that John is 100 percent right. I think the shoes 
are probably uh, on the on the figure itself. I think those might be the worst parts. Um, so let's uh, let's kind of go through some of these things here. This photo is also kind of funny. I don't know why they, they included this photo. The, this to me highlights how bad I think that white balance really was. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll definitely have some some thoughts for you guys uh, hopefully this week. Now, this is the photo that they showed on their Facebook page. Uh, again, as I mentioned, they they have like you know many of these portraits that they're boxing up to be ready to ship, and so they they snapped an in hand photo of the quality you can expect. And to me, the color tone looks right here. Uh, I think it was Ben mentioned he's a little bit more red than tan, uh, and I think this certainly looks that this looks way. Better. 100%. They also fixed the fixed the mustache with Gandalf the Great. It's like they had this mustache rooted, and at the last second, someone's like, "Hey, let's just go in with a like a a uh, one of these bad boys and just just trim it straight." This looks much much better to me. I think the rooting is excellent. I think Asmus has proven, at least with the crown gray figure, that they know how to root a, a figure's hair and a figure's beard. And so the fact that they've done this to this quality, I think, is very very impressive. And I'm really glad that they didn't go with the rooted. Or excuse me, the moving eyes, because like I mentioned, the sclera color, the whites around the eyes, as well as the um, the movement of the eyes, was a big detractor uh, from the last figure. So this this to me looks great. It's a very stern portrait, which you really like to see. And I think I think flesh tone wise, um, I think the crown Gandalf is a very flat paint application. It's very gray, which Hot Toys does a lot. To me, this shows a lot of a lot of improvement on on Asmus's quality. And like John said, they stepped up to the plate. They had a major competition, and uh, I, I think they've done quite well here. This photo here again, just showing the the uh, the the size between Gandalf and Shadowfax. I was a bit concerned that they were packing this in. I was worried it would be pony like a pony sized figure, pony sized horse. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not seeing that here. So this is this is a, a huge improvement. Uh, over over other white one six scale horses because I bought a Mister Z stallion uh, in white and it just looks like a white horse. Shadowfax has some distinct features. I think they've managed to do that quite well here, and it's really just that mane because the horse is polystone, right? So it's not posable. It's a a very detailed heavy piece. It's really just the soft part of the horse that's the problem. And I think with the little futzing, you know, take it to the hair salon, pay the lady twenty bucks, get it fixed. I think I don't think it's gonna really. Uh, be the end of the world there. Now, uh, here's a look there at Shadowfax. Like I mentioned, I, I really think they gave it a good attempt at making this horse at least appear somewhat, excuse me, somewhat like the horse in the movie. The mane is quite choppy, and I think they've they've gotten that look quite right. But yeah, I they think just, they, I think the, they didn't put any effort into making it look, in, you know. But at least they show you what you're getting out of the box. But yeah, yeah, I think something. they. Yeah, it needs a little bit of futzing. Now, this is what John is mentioning here with the staff. So it's it's a really weird exclusion. Like John said, the, the silhouette of this staff, uh, you can't see my mouse, which is really annoying, but the silhouette, oh, there you go. The silhouette of the staff, it kind of tapers in here uh, to a point and then tapers again. If you look at the one on the figure, it almost looks like it would, but it it's doesn't like quite see. Yeah, it doesn't quite uh, taper. It almost looked like they melted it or something. Like yeah, they had it sharp, perfect, yeah. and then they melted it. Yeah, so that is that is a, certainly a concern there. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like they they may not be correcting this issue. Even, uh, even just to mention, even the curvature of the top, how it's rounded and it doesn't taper towards the end, and the tips, the tip looks like it wasn't measured appropriately. It looks like it was, uh, I don't know, snipped or something. Look, you yeah, can see so. The, with this photo here, I was really concerned with the top of the staff, but all the ones that they showed uh, in, in 
and I in hand, but like through these photos, didn't look like that. But I will certainly be paying close attention to that on the unboxing. Uh, and then with the horse, Dean mentioned it was leaning too far forward. Um, horses do kind of lean like this sometimes. We I did a they little video a that I showed uh, showed Dean that it's not perfect, but it's certainly sh they usually hold their head much higher, like the neutral pose, I guess you could say for a horse. But, um, you know, you could find some uh, horse side views that, that look pretty close to this. But I think it looks a bit jarring. And I think that's because, as I mentioned, the way that they box this in, I think they had to uh, they had to kind of lean him just a little bit more far forward than I think is is uh, natural to our eyes. But um, but horse like a lot of horses that it, it's weird, though, to say this, but a lot of horses that, that you ride and stuff like that, they're used to being tied up and stuff. So they kind of naturally sit like the Amish, their buggy horses are like that. But then again, he is the lord of all horses, and he doesn't he doesn't wear a saddle. You know what I mean? He cho he chooses the rider, so it's kind of like a, you know it's a it's a weird thing. But then also, I, I don't know if they were kind of going for the scene where like he goes up and like he brushes him. You know what I mean? Like when he calls him yeah. over. Because yeah. and plus they didn't show you a picture of him riding him, which I kind of wanted to see what that looked like. But yeah, I don't know so how many people are actually going to do that. I'm, I will do that for the unboxing because I think that's uh, a way that I would like to pose it. So this is the video I sent Dean. So, I mean, it's not a totally like unrealistic uh, pose. It's just a bit too far down. It I just think look, the legs are too it's the legs back. are too tucked in. Yeah. Yeah. Look how okay. much further the legs are forward, like on the chest of the horse. So the good thing about this is I have two horses and one six scale, so I'll compare those as well if there's uh, any any interest yeah. in that. But yes, I will be covering that as well. Um, now, uh, next thing, the boots. I think John is right on the money there. I think I, it's not even the laces because I have no problem with one six scale laces being goofy. Hot Toys makes them goofy. Every third party company I've ever seen makes them goofy. Uh, I don't think laces belong on a one six scale figure. I think you always sculpt the laces, in my opinion. My bigger issue is that this appears, at least from this photo, it appears to be a suede, but it should be a leather or like a pleather type material. So that's really my one of my main issues. Like I again, you know, I guess you could say with Gandalf in general, you don't necessarily see the shoes that much, but I think the material here is the issue for me. And it's kind of hard, right? If they would have gone with like a plastic boot with laces sculpted, you'd have a really shitty ankle articulation like the Sideshow one does. Or if you had a boot cut, then you have a, a something that breaks the sculpt that doesn't look particularly good. So I, I think the way they did it isn't the best solution, but all the, the solutions aren't particularly good. But to get them fitted like that, uh, Viper did do it pretty well on his figure, but his was also, I think, $800. And a handmade, like he made every single part of every single figure that was released. So um, yeah, that is certainly, I think, one of the worst parts of this figure, but we'll highlight that on... Uh, the unboxing now john we always talk about when these yeah. companies make a, a, a 2.0 of a figure uh, and you had this issue with uh hot toys recently right it needs to be justified right there needs to be a, a, a quant quantifiable increase in quality and so the figure on the left is asmus's first ganoff the white the figure i used to own the figure on the right uh the, the final product version rather Ooh, and the figure on the right <laughs> is their their newly released one and i certainly think in a few years they've made a quantum leap in quality um the figure on the left even back then was panned almost universally for the quality of the portrait the outfit wasn't particularly good it had all this weird like gray marks throughout the uh instead of like texture woven in it was just like 
printed fabric. It was really bad. And uh, I, I am actually actively trying to buy one of these for my comparison. So if you have one and you would sell it for dirt cheap, let me know because I want to compare all parts of the figures together. You might have to search on eBay for Moses or something because I don't yeah. think a lot of people... What in the fuck? Is that supposed to be Gandalf? Yes, yes. That's Terrible. crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> so again, crazy. like when we're talking about how good a company can get in a few years, like... I mean, this is a quantum leap there. Now, I think it's also important to look at a more recent figure from Asmus. So the left is the Gandalf crown uh, gray figure. This was after just a little bit of futzing. But you can see that issue with the eyes, right? They're sunken in, in inside the uh, the sculpt there. The material is too thick, and the eyeballs sit too far back. And not only that, but I just don't think the skin tone looks super lifelike. It's kind the of flat. The mustache is terrible. And you see the way the mustache has that cut, like I was saying. Now, to the You're right, again, this is... This is just about two years later. This is, a, again, I think a quantum leap there in their abilities. So uh, I think they should be absolutely commended for the quality that they've put into this release. Now, I think it would go without saying we're going to compare the uh, in-art prototype to the final product of Asmus. And I think there's things that I certainly like about the in-art uh, at the moment, uh, especially compared to Asmus's uh, gray figure. But I actually really really like the Asmus figure here on the right as well. I think the um, the the tone looks really good. I've always maintained that I think the left uh, and and actually on some of the groups, some people agreed as well that the left kind of just looks like um, you know other actors with a beard. Um, certainly, I think uh, Inart has had a step down from their initial prototype to now. So the fact that this is the in hand final product quality from Asmus, I think Inart. Uh, we'll need to really push the quality, which is great, right, John? We always say these these figure companies are going to push each other to be better and better. And I think for better or for worse, I think uh, Asmus has really uh, put forth a good offering here. So we'll uh, keep up to, up to date on the uh, the in art as well. But that's a, a photo there comparing uh, their their most current competition's prototype to their final product. Uh, I think it's also important to show Vipers. Uh, this was from, I want to say 2019, 2020. This was his handmade, um, the White Pilgrim is what he called it. This one uh, retailed for, uh, I want to say it was $800. Now, this one has a lot of things going for it. Uh, the accessories, uh, from my understanding, are made in silver, actual silver metal. Uh, Die-cast parts, a lifetime warranty, and each one was handmade by Viper. Uh, very limited in quantity as well. But I honestly have to say, for a mass-produced item that is uh, about half the cost, I, I still have to say I think Asmus has given this a really, really good attempt. Uh, there's certainly things about the Viper figure I like much better. I think the boots are damn near perfect on Viper's figure. But looking at these two portraits side by side, uh, I, I certainly uh, like a lot about both, and I still think the Viper is my all-time grail figure. But I think I'll be very content until I find one. Uh, to have the uh, Asmus one in the collection. Uh, but that's a look side-by-side side between the uh, the two closest competition. Um, the Inart Ganoff. So this is from Justin's 4K screenshot. So um, also the photo that... Uh, I don't know how professional the photo was by um, Asmus. It, looks, it just seemed like it was a guy just taking a photo. No, it looks pretty but, clear that Asmus one. I, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't. I don't think it's fair to compare. It's not fair to compare. You're absolutely right, John, because this is still a prototype. Now, if figure. if 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 uh, Inar put out a Gandalf the White 
fair fair play. No, but you are you are you are one hundred percent right. But I think I think I would be remiss to not at least put up every uh, comparable release at the moment. So uh, going forward, I don't know why the screenshot looks so blurry. It looked good on my phone, but this is uh, I guess kind of the comparison here, and it looks terrible. I apologize for that. But this is um, uh, in uh, Viper on the left, Gandalf costume f- test photos in the center. And then uh, I guess like the crap. professional. Uh, so so you guys can judge that um, as you will. I I honestly think I I know someone that owns the Viper, and I love Lenny. I love you, Lenny. But man, he was already trash talking this figure, and I was like, bro, this. There's but, certain things on the yeah. Viper that look really good, but I think this portrait looks a little bit better. Viper's portrait is uh, hor- hor- hey. horrific. He actually looks like the guy who played uh, Juggernaut. In X Men, if you guys don't want that actor, I'm he doesn't look. Enough, bitch. But that portrait, go, can you go back to the three there? Yes. Asmus is much improved, but if you compare it to the movie likeness, there's still some ways to go. I'll tell you that. In the nose, in mm-hmm. in the the wrinkles of the face, his face uh, seems to be more saggy and almost swollen. I I think it you, it depends on the scene though. It's like anything else. A lot of it has to do oh, with the lighting. Scene. I'm looking at a still from the movie. Okay, uh, you're looking at this. Go to the other picture where it was a guy. It, it was just showing a head sculpt. See one? how much more? No, no. Go back. Now, now we're clicking too the, far. The two head sculpts. No, no, no. Uh, God damn it! Just Mark. An, Fuck, individual head sculpt. Individual head sculpt. See how no, much but, more. Yeah, now see, go back there, look at the oh face there, God. and then show the next one. You see the different details? A lot of it has to do with lighting. I'm just looking at the sculpt. That nose... Yeah, but it, it still nose, looks like the swollen like, face. Um, I, you can I see the textures, and the, and the you can see yeah, the textures me, and the skin what, pigmentation, me, but well, the, the sculpt one, is still there. The Viper one looks like, he looks, looks like he, got, he got hammered enough. His liver's not working, I understand. Yeah, no, the vi- Viper one looks atrocious. Look We're like not him. arguing that. But that's not... Uh, the Viper one is a custom. That has nothing well, to say with anything. But, but the Inart one's the same. looks the same. The Inart one looks like he, <laughs> what, he put on 30 pounds. What are you talking if about? If you're talking about the wrinkles on the face. But why are we comparing Gandalf the White to Gandalf the Gray? It's I think it's compare Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the Grey, and the inner one demolishes the the Asmus one. I think it's important to show a twenty twenty two. Let me say, I gotta change my earphones. I think it's important. Oh, he's, he's tactically reloading here. I think it's important. Uh, I'll let him get that situated because I don't know if he can hear me. But I, I do think it's important, for better or for worse, to compare a current product to a current product, right? I, I think that is important. So let me. Let me get this queued up here. I mean, really, I don't know what Inart's product looks like, though. Because we saw a review of a product where they st- still wouldn't say whether it was a... Can you hear us, John? A prototype or not. No, he can't hear us. All right, we'll get him here. I just, I just don't... I, I, John is a very honest person, but whenever it comes to Asmus and Inart, it's like, you know... I don't know. I don't know what Asmus ever did to hurt him. You know, I don't know if he has a problem trusting people. But then, but then Inart comes around, and I don't know if it's like the the, the, the new chick in, in in class or what. But can you hear us, John? I don't think he can hear us. Um, so, so this is a different photo here, a little bit more high quality image. And I apologize for the blurriness earlier, but 
I still think that this is a, a solid attempt, right? For a three hundred and eighty dollar figure, you gotta think hundred and twenty of that could be diverted to the horse. Uh I, I gotta say I, I think I'm very happy with what I'm seeing here. No matter what anybody can say, even John, the first time they saw the head sculpt for Asmus, there's no way they thought, Oh, that's the Asmus figure. No, you know, I'm everybody's legitimately... first everybody's first instinct is in art. So then as soon as somebody says, Oh, that's Asmus, then all of a sudden it's oh well that's an inferior piece of shit product or whatever. I'm like, come on, man. You you know, we got we got to yeah. call it like we see it a little bit here. Now, is it? It does it look just like Ian McKellen as the actor? Exactly. No. But how, how many hot toys where it's like, oh, it looks like, or let's say it it looks like Tony Stark, but it doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand. Like Could it be better? Yes. But but Can to you hear me, it, yeah. I think it looks. Okay. I think it looks. Look that was that. way better than I could have imagined it looking. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you 100%. The, where no one's denying here that Asmus didn't step up to the plate. They stepped up to the plate and you got a, a Gandalf that's for the price. But it is still... I want to hold everyone's hand to the flame of the candle that that were speaking up when Inart came out with their Gandalf. Because this is... You're hitting the same situation, but I'm not hearing the same comparisons. I'm not hearing the pitchforks and... Well, Inart I think was, I think, I think was a, a, sorry. No, go ahead, Zach. I think I think my my point is still my reasoning is uh, Asmus had released this right. It's not like this is in development. So for them to recall and delay this on the day of yeah, release, yeah, but you still you should still hold them accountable. Hello. Not only that, oh, I did. I've I've messaged them. Uh, so behind the scenes, uh, we've been messaging them to confirm what level of research they did on the project. So. Uh, with the textile work, if they had uh, access to the original props for the staff, we're we're hopefully going to get all those answers soon. They said that they were going to ask their their uh, designer uh, for all of those because I do think I do think you are one hundred percent right. If it is possible to do a running change in the production, I think that would that would be the, for the best. I don't think we're going to get the shoes running change, but the the um, the staff is my big bugaboo. Yeah, yeah. The, because, the horse hair. Well, the horsehair, we don't know how big of an issue that is, right? When when people get them in hand and, and we can see if it can be easily futzed, I'm we'll just, know for sure. I'm just we'll holding know, them accountable for the photos they sent us. That's it. I will say, I yeah, will but, say. But when, when, you're, when you say you hold them accountable, you're, you're coming off very like... I'm, like, I'm like they're on trial here. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to help just like they, you did when Inner showed yeah. Gandalf. Hey, I well, will say well, this. I will say this. Hold come on. on, Mark. I, come think, on. I think when Inner showed off their shit, Still, have you really yet to come out with a product? Exactly. But for Asmus to come out and show this day one, it's in stock. It's like, okay, well, Asmus has released figures before. We know what to expect. And this exceeds it even more than what we're kind of expecting. It's kind of, there's a little more leeway, right? Like, but also Asmus has never set that expectation with us. Like, Hey, you know, obviously they've been communicating more now that Queen's been in the picture, but Asmus has never gone out and said like, "Hey, we want to hear feedback. We want to take your feedback into account as we develop mm-hmm. these figures." Mm-hmm. They've, you know, they're releasing it, and uh, I, I will one hundred percent agree with what John has always held to that uh, Asmus and Hot Toys have certainly changed their behavior since in artists hit the scene. There's oh, 100%. like one thousand percent no denying that. I think it's a shame. I one hundred percent agree with you, John. It's a shame that we didn't have that period to critique. But I think, you know, the cards are already in motion, right? They have shipped uh, yeah. people's Gandalf. So we're past that point of being able to argue it. So for me, mentally, I'm like, okay, it's happened. 
Yeah. I have it on order. It's going to be your Friday. Let's get it in hand. Let's critique it to that same level. Yeah. And 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 people just want to know from us: Do we give it a pass? Uh, you no. should order it, or do you give it a, a don't order it? At this price point for the representation, I would say, from what I'm seeing here, mm-hmm. I, I would order it. I would order it without yeah. a doubt, just for what you're getting out of the box. I think it's worth it. But and I'm for just... full disclosure, uh, two things: this is about four thirty six shipped from Asmus, so shipping was I think fifty five fifty six dollars. There's no tax because we're we're not dealing with an American company. Uh, the Inar Gandalf was five thirty five shipped to five fifty, depending on where you got it. Again, no tax. Sideshow will be carrying this, but with tax and shipping, you're only saving about seven dollars buying it from Sideshow, and that does not include any VAT import charges if you're in Canada. So realistically, yeah. uh, if if you have the money and you want to get this sooner than later, uh, I would recommend going through Asmus. Again, you're only going to pay about seven dollars more. However. Uh, Big Bad Twister also does have it, $4 shipping, so you'll save a little bit of money there uh, under Sideshow as well. And, and of course, as this becomes available to more retailers that order the Gandalf the Grey, you might be able to get some of these deals we're always talking about. In fact, if I can get a good deal on a second one, I'd, if, if it turns out good, we get a hand turns out good, I would strongly consider one, a second version to have uh, one on Shadow Facts and one not. Um, I have to agree. I think... Uh, Even the beard. You don't like the beard? I think the color, the rooting, perfection. But the shape, mm-hmm. the way it was cut, it needs to be. It's going to need to be futz as well. Like I said, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. And now, too, now, full disclosure for the unboxing, I may not be water treating it. It depends. Technically, this is a Christmas gift, so I'm going to open it and show it off for you guys. Then I think I have to box it back up. But um, we will we will do a very thorough. I asked John if it comes in on Friday. Do, do we have uh, of course, your yeah. blessing to go live on Friday? Uh, I know that's a club day. He said yes. Now, FedEx, the way they have it set up, they only deliver on the weekdays. So if it's not Friday, it should be Monday. And I also asked John that if it arrives Monday, we'll clear out. Normally, we do like you know three or four unboxings a night. We'll do a whole stream just on this. Now, I do have the first Asmus Gandalf. It's kind of customized, so it's not really a good reference. I have the crown that has one tiny customization on it. And I have two one six scale horses, so it'll be a very thorough review, to be honest. Um, I also have the one to one scale prop uh, staff, so we can compare that as well. So if you guys like Gandalf or like very specific, very esoteric Gandalf discussions, whatever that stream will be, we're gonna get into the minutia. Yeah, all up in the minutia. Hopefully, I'll be invited. (laughs) Mark, um, fuck, Mark, course, you bro. you will yeah. be there. I already told you to clear your schedule. Aww. Now, does anyone on the panel have anything they want to add before we move on? I think just, this has been a very just, spirited just discussion. I think John quick. has had a ton of great points. Um, um, I'm very excited. But but with Gandalf the White, you know, a lot of people will think of Gandalf the Grey, you know, more so even even though. But the Gandalf the White, he was two whole movies, and he was in the Battle of Helm's Deep as Gandalf the White, and he you know was at the Pelennor Fields uh, battle and at the Black Gate battle. So he had he had scenes where he was like straight up clean, you know, when he had the reveal. And then also yeah. uh, like when, you know, they were they were sailing to the uh, Undying Lands and stuff like that. So you so that's another reason that like let's say if you are somebody like Zach to get two Gandalfs because there will be one you want to kind of futz and have like, you know, a little bit of battle damage. So, in in some ways, I mean, maybe some people like the cleaner version. I don't know. I mean, not saying that they should have came out with two different versions, but 
you know, he 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 gets a lot of wear and tear in that weight suit. Is this Mark, a, a magnetic base or is this? A no, pa- this is a, a crotch grabber. grabber. Yeah, crotch, crotch grabber? grabber. Okay. But to be honest, this is an asthmus concern. Their ankle joints aren't always like super firm, so I'm kind of glad it wasn't magnetic because that shit would fall apart. Um, to Mark's point, he made a, a great comment there. Asmus has stated there will only be one version of this figure, so you're not getting a second version of Slim without the horse. It's either buy this one or don't. Uh, this is a part of the Crown series, so uh, you know this is supposed to be like their very premier premium line. Um, uh, the more I think about it, I think we might water treat it live, and I'll just let it fully dry before I rebox it. You get the steamer uh, out. I don't think I will need the steamer. I think I need to actually just dunk the fabric in water. Okay. I think that's probably what would be better. And also, it's not the wrinkles that are concerning me. Was it you? You're going to unbox it first and then do all this treatment? I'll do it all live. Just oh, wow. right, right and now, uh, real quick, Zach, you said this. They, they said this was the third in the Crown Series line. Yeah, I was a bit that's confused. That's so confusing. Okay, so so on the website it says LOTR003, but on the box it says 002. So I think that may have just been oh, a mistype on the website. Mistype. Okay. Uh, let's move on. So we'll mark this as uh, 136.10. I need to what? see when this segment started. 46.52. Wait, what? It started at 46.52. Oh, okay. Thank you, John. You're an um, absolute angel. But this is a perfect. This, as this is a perfect example as how as okay consistency. Go. I'm not gonna. Yeah. So okay. So I know what John's gonna say. <laughs> now. He is 100 percent right. You got to be consistent with your messaging because they posted this absolute janky ass fucking photo like three or four days ago, and it's uh, we know there are many who are waiting anxiously for this uh, Gollum slash Smeagol release, and so are we. The good news is Precious is almost ready, and this is the absolute jankiest fucking photo of this foggy ass box with like a light reflecting on it this is the shit that memes are made of and needs to go to the washroom in place Bro, properly uh, d- the uh, john, just facing the wrong uh, john, way asmus has the highest highs and the lowest lows of one six yeah john, john you're, you're welcome to roast this bitch this you're you got free use on this one i i have i have nothing to say nothing good to say about this one i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut I do want to order this, but boy, this is yeah. like, bro, like, you got to take that bitch out of the packaging a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's, uh, that I just want, coming. I want a figure line in our hot toys. Asmus. I don't give a shit who it is. Part of my French. Just come up with consistency and, and consistent packaging. Why am I getting for three eighty foam packaging with, Gandalf, but I'm getting plastic clamshell again with this. Just get it to a consistent level where I can dis- if I want to display the packaging and everything, everything looks consistent, Bro. nice and concise and everything. The fact that they have the white rider Pelinor Fields as the you know, as you unbox it, incredible by Asmus. Mark, are you gonna get this Gandalf the White? Oh hell yeah. I'm actually, like soon or is yeah, it like, I, I I gotta box up a couple hot toys if somebody's looking. For I was gonna anim- say if it's a money thing, bro, we're starting to we're starting to GoFundMe to get Mark a fucking Gandalf. Oh, I, I, I'll get America. it soon. I mean, I am Mark. If I was in better shape, I probably could get a you know a couple old ladies. I don't know. Wow, couple what? Um, we will be starting. You know. a, we'll be starting a GoFundMe for Mark. Yeah, uh, sugar I'll, baby I'll Mark. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> Bo Katan, uh, as some would say, Bro Katan was released. And I gotta say, really disappointed by Hot Toys, right? The there was there was never, at least that I could see, a, a confirmed rumor that there would be a portrait update. But Marco had said on his stream, the uh, Bargain Bin Bros, that there was at least a rumblings. And honestly, I, I feel like they had done absolutely nothing. This looks exactly like the pre-order photo. We have the prototype on the left, the release on the right. 
Um, I gotta say this this I, I I'm not really feeling the portrait. I think oh. everything else about the figure looks good. The single jointed elbow, like Mark said, a big concern for a dynamic character. But uh, what, what do we think about this, bro? I'm not ever gonna use that fucking head sculpt, so I don't give a shit. No. I want a Bo-Katan. No, dude. So fucking bad, bro. It's such a shame. You it's such can't a terrible. You can't line, come with that logic when you're paying for that portrait. Thank you. You can't, because then Hot Toys will just run amok on us all like they're doing. You're not wrong, but also I'm not going to use it even if I'm paying for it. So, like, I don't have a choice to get it without it, so. I'll say she she looks more like a female in the release. Yeah. But still, it's more it's like the she, same she's, portrait. They no, didn't change no, it. they did. Got to go through more of a cycle. I, they don't, I don't think they estrogen, did. The, the portrait. Uh, the, Jesus, Mark. Sorry, it was canceled. Uh, it canceled sorry. The hair looks a tad different. Okay, Worse. It could it could be the angle. It could be the angle. But the face on the left looks elongated, and the one on the right, it does look a tad better. It does a little, little bit, but it's yeah. not enough to buy it. Yeah, I mean the 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 one on the left. Yeah, I mean you're you you're probably a thirty pack. I'd say the one on the right. I'd Jesus probably a six pack. Man. I mean I don't know. Okay, we're done with Gamble. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. I'm just a huge Bo Katan. Yeah, I, yeah so. I was I was actually I was really super excited for this figure. I love this character. So I yeah. mean it, it it makes it like you said the head it makes it useless. She's gonna be helmeted the whole time. And now, now, now she's gonna have to wait till she's twenty five percent off. I'm not paying, I'm not paying two seventy or whatever this was I, for this. Oh, geez, man, I can't agree with you though, buddy. From day one, this portrait looked horrendous in my opinion. Nicolio, this looks nothing like Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It looks like they reused a Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston sculpt. Oh they just goodness. put a little bit of lipstick on it. Now that you say it, oh, oh my god, my that ruined it. Now it ruined it. Okay. I've, I've wanted here. a book of time figures since fucking Rebels, so um, you know, you do you. I Hot completely take. agree with John. I I always, whenever people say it's staying in the box, it's like, bro, you paid for that. Like, I, it always makes yeah. me cringe. Ben, go ahead. Sorry. I agree with that point. I, by the way, I haven't said much because I didn't have much more to say on Gandalf. I ate an entire cupcake on stream, so if anybody saw mm. that, I apologize. However. I don't think this looks that bad. I like Katie Sackhoff as an actress. I loved her in Battlestar Galactica. The fact that they brought her into Star Wars I thought was fantastic. She is a very chiseled woman, and she has quite a masculine jaw structure to her, just in real life. And so I think that the release version does look yes. subtly better. Uh, with the exception of the hair, I agree, Dean. I think that the hair actually kind of does look a little bit worse. I, I think it looks more detailed in the proto, but... Uh, I see Katie Sackhoff in this uh, head sculpt, and I think if you like the actress and you like this portrayal of Bo-Katan, I think this is still a buy for sure. Most people uh, that I know or that I've spoke to are going to display it with the helmet because they really like the design of that helmet. Um, yeah, but fucking tight. I don't think this. Yeah. I don't think that this this head sculpt deserves the hate that it's been getting. Uh, you guys are. I I I love you guys, but I. I think you're being a little you know, critical. And, and I, I do think line, it does it, look like Katie Sackhoff. If, if you draw a line from cheek to cheek, right above the nose, the tip of the nose, it mm -hmm. looks like her. When you start getting into the eyes, the eyebrows, that's where you lose her. The likeness, it is way improved. Bit. It is way improved. Uh, ways maybe too much to say. It is improved from the first one, without a doubt. You can see it right in front of you. The jawline looks a lot more accurate to her. 
<laughs> but I'm telling you that, in my opinion, it's not warranted for the price point. Yeah, that's and, and really the disappointment, I think, Ben, is because people were really excited for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were hoping that Hot Toys would improve on it. But really, it, I mean, it kind of looks like they just turned the lights down a little bit. You know what I mean? Which is also a trick you could use. Well, no, they sculpted. You, you can see it's a different sculpt. You can see it's a different sculpt. But as I said, she's a chiseled lady. I don't know. Like, yeah. I still definitely see Katie Sackhoff here. Like, we talk yeah, about it being too. likeness. I, it's I likeness see. to the character. It Like, I get it that it's a figure and we want as close to a 10 out of 10 sculpt as possible. And I agree with John. If you're not happy with the sculpt, then you shouldn't just buy it and leave it in the box. Like, you should have an opinion. I think that that's okay. Uh, but But I don't, like... I think we've seen worse from Hot Toys that have gotten less hate than this ben. particular character. I do think we've seen worse. But ben, and we have not been nearly release. as hard on that. We've not ben. been nearly as hard on those. But, I don't know why people are so hard on this one specifically. But ben, the John Cena see. likeness, I don't. I never saw the John Cena. I thought it was a funny <laughs> joke, yeah. but I never saw it. <laughs> I, think she looks, I think she looks good. I would still give this an 8.5 out of 10, uh, where... I still think for the price point, especially when you're getting new sculpting with the helmet, I I think it I think it's still a good value for for your money. I I really do. I'm I'm so happy you, with this. I'll I'll give them points right. for listening to feedback and at least taking it to the drawing board and trying to make it better. I'll give them points there. Yeah, I think I think it's improved, but I, I I'm not when I when I used to buy Hot Toys, I had always every time I opened it up, I was so overwhelmed. Like I was like I was always blown away about how how good they looked. Now it just yeah, seems but, like. I seems like that really hasn't been that. Imp- you know, we talk about Asmus's improvements and stuff like that. I haven't facial in the last, I don't know, like three, four years. I I haven't, I haven't seen that improvement. Let's let's really move on because like, I, I think we're starting crazy. to run a bit long. Um, John, can we hear a quick word from our sponsor? We most definitely can. Uh, One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live using code capital C, capital W, 10. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, leave the rest to them. All right, so we have a quick hot seat. Uh, Mark, you are welcome to participate. Technically, uh, you know, you're know you you're on here I don't have a uh, as yeah. a guest, but uh, you are welcome to participate if you'd like. I'm not going to bust you. out the timer, but you guys will have approximately one minute, and I will just tally up your points quietly and let you know who got what at the end. Uh, who would like to go first tonight? I'll go. All right, John. Uh, you have three choices, and you can only pick two, and the same is, this is the same question for everybody. Would you rather have a figure that is produced quickly? Would you have a, rather have a figure that is priced cheaply or a figure that is good? You can only pick two of them. So again, fast in terms of are you waiting six months? You're waiting a year? You're waiting two years? Uh, cheap, uh, that you know, your own uh, gauge on that one. And then good, also whoever's doing that with their hands, please stop. Uh, good, uh, do you want a figure that is of high quality or do you want one that you have to kind of do some fixes on? Uh, it's one forty-six seventeen. I give you about a minute. So you have to choose two and then give an explanation as to why. Yep, correct. Jesus. Um. If that starts now. Yes. I like Bob Dylan's comment. I like. I would say good and fast. Yeah, because good and cheap don't really go hand in hand, in my opinion. Um, good and fast are difficult to achieve as well but i think if the appro- if the company sets goals for themselves and can stay organized as well as 
as a company work together with their staff, listen to the community and be efficient and set a, t a proper timeline, their product should already be good because depending on how that company operates, they're using high-end product, high-end material. It's the fast aspect that may take some time as how they can get the team to work together in a timely fashion, get that timeline done so that they can get everything together, licensing materials, uh, all that stuff and communication to the community. This is a fucking Dean, horrible question. You'll pick two. That's a great, that's a great question. <laughs> it's a horrible question. How do you have good and cheap and good and fast? It's fucking difficult to get all that. Dean, you pick two. Same question. Yeah, I'm going uh, good and cheap. Um, I can be patient. I've already not owned said products my whole life. Uh, so I can wait a year or two, you know, with this Prime 1 statue I got. Um, it's not cheap, but, you know, I can wait for how, forever long I have to wait. Um, I know the product's going to be good. Um, and, you know, I'm saving some money. So I'll fucking wait as long as I have to. I really... You know, am I going to be annoyed if it takes, you know, super long? Sure. But, you know, I'm going to get it and it's going to be cheap and it's going to be pretty good. So that's my answer. Ben, same question. Uh, so I'm with Dean. I think good and cheap is definitely the best way to go. When I think fast and cheap, I think McFarlane or smaller scale releases where they bang them out quite a lot. Uh, when I'm thinking six scale, something that I want premium on the shelf, I want it to be good quality, but I definitely think that the price point matters, especially it, when you get into the point of collecting more than just one or two of your favorite figures. If you want to collect a lot of options, you're going to need the price point to be good, but at the same time, you're still paying a premium dollar either way, even if we consider it a cheap release, so you want that good quality 100%. I loved all of you guys' answers tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give two points to Dean and one point each to uh ben and john so let me let me just add these up here mark you and just puts, sit there and look pretty that puts uh oh, i'm sorry john did or uh, mark uh mark did you want to no it's all right you got they hit you guys hit all the points so okay so that has john still our points leader at seven points um now he cheated though we are we are running long tonight so i don't know how long this discussion will be also marco's not here and i know he had a lot to say about this so we may we may want to save it. We, maybe we can save it. I kind of want to talk about it because we almost talked okay. about it last week, but we didn't. And uh, so let's let's play this clip real quick. So so the, the well, let me introduce the topic real, real quick. Sideshow has had uh, almost gone, and um, they've also had. Well, now the chat's saying save it for next week. I don't know. Oh, is this Dutch. the one that we were talking about in the chat? Yeah, chat. Let okay. us know quickly what you want. You want it now, or you want it later? No, this one we should talk because it's. Do we want it good and cheap, or do we want it fast? Yeah, there you go. Fuck it. We'll do it. We'll do it live. Yeah. Okay. Should, so yeah. sideshow, sideshow has been um, as you're browsing the website, you might see almost gone our wait list on figures that are still in pre-order. Right now, this is a new thing. They hadn't typically done this, and sideshow has gone out and addressed this. Now, this stream, I had a hard time finding it. Uh, and I only was able to find it in a clip on a group, so it may have been one of their private streams that they do on their Facebook group. And so I'm going to play this clip, and we're going to show some examples, and then we'll talk about it. So this is about a 40-second clip, so we'll be right back. Oh, you, you don't, you don't want to sit on any pre-orders anymore. No. I just, I'm just okay. warning everybody. Okay. Don't sit. The, the no pendulum has swung. Oh, uh, yeah. If you don't pre-order, you're going to miss out. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And that's why I got my order in today. I'm like, 
<laughs> Shoot, so, I can't totally, eat it. Totally well, kidding. Uh, there's, there's actually, there's a lot of speculation when things say low stock. Is it really low stock? And yes. it's No, it's yes. truly low stock. Really it's really is. low stock. <laughs> no, and yeah. especially if it's a pre-order and it says low stock, that's order it. it. Because yeah. that's it. Like, we're not getting more than the one that we're going to order. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Uh, so, it's a ball so, out of lie. So, with <laughs> that being said, I'm going to provide some examples. And I also uh, did a little research this weekend and have a screenshots of figures that are only on pre-order that are either low stock or on wait list. And we can c- compare this as figures go back into pre-order status because I genuinely don't believe this. Now, obviously, the company that's selling the figures has a vested interest in us not waiting on pre-orders, but I certainly would say the last few months we've seen a lot of figures uh, transition from pre-order to wait list to wait list full. So uh, a few weeks ago, this was, or last week rather, this was the figure that kind of broached the subject. Um, Mandalorian and Grogu, which had been on wait list for a very long time, uh, was on the wait list. Now this is the season two deluxe Chrome version. Uh, this this was this was a thing that you know again the wait list was there. Now it's back on pre order, and I really struggled to believe that because it's not released. I don't think the hype has died down for this figure, uh, and and I can't imagine that such a quantity of people have canceled this figure such that the wait list has been full. Every single person on the wait list is either converted or denied it and it has gone back into pre-order solicitation. We saw this a few weeks ago uh, with the um, Boba Fett repaint armor uh, exclusive on Throne. They had that five-day window. They told us no more after that. And then it went back up for pre-order many months later. Uh, and Marco wanted to point this out as well. Sometimes he's browsing figures and a red low stock remaining shows up or a blue screen shows up when you add it to cart. And, he, and it feels very misleading. You might be looking at a collectible, and you might see 300 people are looking at this collectible now. We talked about it during the gaslighting segment, but I genuinely have doubts that this is accurate. Now, taking a snapshot... Oh, did I not put these in here? Uh, give me one second here. Taking a snapshot, there are some figures that, um, again, are on waitlist currently, or that are on low stock. But, Dean, I'm going to let you talk about this, and I'll let you guys bring this up, and then I'll show you guys kind of the snapshot that we took yeah, we've the, talked uh, about this countless times where something goes on, fu- join the wait list, and everybody's like, fuck, I missed out on it. And they go and jump on it, and then immediately it converts. It happened to Ben like a week ago. Ben, I'll let you talk about that in a second. Um, that happens constantly. And of course, they're going to jump on stream and fucking gaslight you into fucking spending money. They want your money. They don't care how they get it. So, you know, if they have to fucking lie to you, so be it, allegedly. Um, just my, you know, what I think. Uh, my opinion. Dean's opinions do not represent Auxiliary Media Group or Collection <laughs> Weekly LLC. Yeah, like, uh, like Zach said, they have a vested interest in you spending money. So it's like, oh, if it's in stock, it's, if it's low stock, it's low stock, guys. And, like, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. Like, okay, come on. Yeah, and if you check your if you check your spam folder out of the dozen uh, sideshow emails you get every day, about three of them are about low stock items. Like get yeah. them now, get them now. And you know, obviously, they're not selling enough stuff with their thirteen percent off deals or whatever the hell they got going on. Yeah, so they're just they're just trying percent off right now. They're trying to they got they got warehouse stuff to clear out, so it's just calling bluffs. Yeah, point. and and we saw it with Venom. Uh, we've seen it with um, oh God. What was the other one? We we see it all the time. Yeah, there's like, a history of this. This happened a couple years ago. It's yeah, it's not like a new happened. phenomenon. This, is, this this is a sideshow, sideshow sideshowing. Also, also, it's just a really quick thing where he's like, 
if it says we're not getting any more, that's it. We're not getting any more. It's like, well, then why do you have a wait and, list? And that's the address yeah. to address Sean's Whoa. point here. A company like Sideshow places an initial order. If it sells out, it'll go to wait list. If demand is there, they may order more. Exactly. So the point, so the point like, that we're making, Sean, is they're saying they're not ordering more, right? That's the issue. Yeah, wait list could be cancellations, right? It could, but you're telling me there's enough people that canceled that it's now back up for pre-order that you've fulfilled your no, entire no. wait list? I don't believe no, no. that. No, no. That's... Uh, uh, so we have examples of this actually happening. Uh, do we have examples? Uh, because there's only one way to tell whether this guy's full of it. And let me just say this quickly. The pr- level well, of... Prof- the the le- p- speculation. Oh, the level of professionalism, considering that sideshow, God knows how much money they make, and the level of professionalism on their streams like that are negative 20. But besides the point, this guy's coming out here and saying, oh, it's once it's gone, it's gone. You better act now. Uh inducing the the collecting community with fomo do we have anything that ever since that com that comment's been coming out of that guy's mouth that has been waitlisted and has gone back do we have so anything the confirmed? reason why the, the reason why the topic came up is that reddit thread right they had made that statement and then like Okay, now this is back up for pre-order the Mando Deluxe. But okay. this is also why I wanted to get a snapshot so Perfect. that, you know, in a, in a month, future. Months, three months, we can revisit this discussion. So these are the figures that are on waitlist currently. Uh, the K- And this was as of Friday, about 7 o'clock Central Standard Time in the evening. Uh, the KX Enforcer droid, the Heavy Weapons Clone Trooper with Sidecar, Electro, Batman and Bat sing- uh, Signal, Classic Loki, Kate Bishop, Peacemaker, uh, Boba Fett Deluxe version, Boba Fett uh, quarter scale, and that's the Deluxe quarter scale as well. Uh, Mark IV quarter scale, uh, Gilgamesh, uh, the Bat Cycle, the Bat Signal, and the Iron Man suit up gantry. Now, uh, again, these are only the figures that are on pre-order and also on waitlist. Now, if you go uh, to the low stock remaining, so these are, I went through all the figures and saw which ones popped up with the red message. Again, this may be inconsistent depending on Marco says he never saw low stock on certain figures. Other people did at the time. The ones that p- popped up for me after going through all their pre-orders, which took a long time, by the way, uh, Neo, Green Goblin Deluxe, only Deluxe, not the, cl- the Collector's Edition, and then the Iron Man Stealth Suit, uh, the, uh, the blue version, the classic blue version. Uh, this one was actually almost sold out, so this was um, not a low stock alert. So um, that is your barometer for the future. If this continues to happen, where we see uh, again, there was what was it, uh, four, eight, twelve, fourteen figures that were pre-order waitlist. So we'll keep keep an eye on that. Uh, but I'm curious if anyone else has any thoughts about this. Like I said, we're running a bit long, so uh, feel free to chime in, and if not, we'll move on. I'll do. I'll try and keep it short, though. So I said a couple of weeks ago, I feel like sales conditioning is 100% a thing that businesses do when it comes to marketing and like just sales strategy. When we as collectors see low stock remaining, it triggers us, right? We don't want to miss out. That's the FOMO, 100%. The Green Goblin on Glider, we saw that have low stock remaining once the other Goblin was released. I pre-ordered that Goblin because it said low stock remaining and I didn't want to miss out because I like the original version um, two and a half weeks ago. And it still is in stock. I missed on uh, the Peacemaker and I put myself on the wait list and it converted within 24 hours. 24 hours of me putting myself on the wait list. Now, did I get lucky? Maybe. I don't know. I think the problem when it comes to 
maybe problem is not the right word. I think the challenge we have as YouTubers and streamers and content creators are that none of us really, really know what the hell is going on. It feels like we're being conditioned to change our perspective on whether or not we should buy these sooner or later. When we have sideshow panels, they're paid to be there, so I don't necessarily trust what they're saying. I don't also think that you should just buy because it says low stock. I think what we need to start doing is recognizing what's really important in your collection. What can you not afford to miss? Back when I started collecting Hot Toys in, what, 2008? Back then, things went out of stock and then and then they were gone. If you missed it, you missed it. You missed it. The last three years, we've gotten really spoiled by being able to wait for discounts and being able to wait for things to just sit around and see what happens. I think that they're trying to curb that. They're trying to kick that away uh, and make it more exclusive again, right? Like, make it exclusive again. But they're not necessarily going about it the right way, and they're not necessarily feeling like they're being all that honest. I don't think any creator right now on YouTube knows exactly what the hell is going on. They're just... It's all it's speculation. All, it's all speculation, 100%. So the best advice I can give as somebody who does this week over week over week is, and it sounds so obvious, buy what's important to you. If you can't afford to miss it, pre-order it. If you don't pre-order it, you're taking the gamble that you're going to miss it. Don't be the person that's then in a Facebook group a month later looking for a good sale or a good deal. Because people will laugh at you, and that's never a good feeling either. This is supposed to be this is supposed to be a fun hobby at the end of the day. Uh, but I am like, and maybe I'm with John, maybe on this one more so than I ever have even been in the past. Like, I think they're trying to go back to exclusivity. This is going to be the way that they do it. They're trying to condition us for these sales. But don't take anybody's preaching on this as gospel. Buy it if you want it. If you're not. If you're on the fence and you're only buying it out of FOMO, there's a good chance you're going to sell it down the line. Will you make a little money? Maybe. Or you might lose money because you're buying figures that you don't care about and other people don't also really care about. They're only necessarily buying it because it's out of stock. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but that's, I think, the best advice I can give. Listen to us because we're going to try and give you as much information week over week as we can. <laughs> but nobody truly knows the answer 100%. Ben, but, you really like that uh, the Hot Toys goblin right i love goblin goblin is nuts uh it's not fun when you're in on the joke yeah. How dare you, ben? <laughs> jesus christ but, uh, ben. but but too real quick with that what, what ben's saying i think this is all just because people stopped pre-ordering mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's 100 true and so and two all these sales that they have are in stock sales so all they have to do is get you on site show you low stock remaining or, you know, put you on a wait list and then all of a sudden it converts to 24 hours, that shit's sitting in the warehouse. It's in stock. It's just their way, that's their way of making you order it without them giving you a discount on it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a perfect sales tactic. So, you know, but like Ben said, Ben said, make sure it's what you want because Ben didn't get played because he bought what he wanted. But at the same time, just know that, just know, don't FOMO buy anything. Hot toys. Ben, Ben didn't get played now, but if it goes back in stock and then it's thirty percent off in a month, then he gets played. We don't know. We don't know how to approach. Well, I'm not gonna say we don't know how to approach it. We there's gonna be a change because there has to be a change. Sideshow, if you look at the discounts that Sideshow have been putting on Hot Toys, and they're they're selling, but they're still not. 
the discounts are still there. Like, I think you can still get the Hot Toys. Sith Jet Trooper? Infinity, not Infinity, the Thanos, the first Thanos uh, from whatever movie it was, Infinity War or whatever. You can still get that from goodness, how long ago was that? Uh, And there's people that paid the original price, 400 Canadian or whatever it was. The thing here is we got to, you got to kind of sit tight and wait now because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, is it gonna go? Is it gonna go back to the way things were? That's what it's looking like. I can't see a panel of. I would be shocked if a panel of sideshow reps go on screen and make a statement like that. And there isn't some truth to it, though. I or if that was what they had planned on doing the whole time. Yeah. It's, what do you it's mean? Just trying to trying to scare everybody up to say, oh, you. We're not getting anymore. This is yeah, it. But I think they have so much more. I think they have but so sales, much to lose. Salespeople. They have so much. Yeah, they're salespeople. But at the same time, they have so much to lose in such a critical time in collecting where we have so many options of where to purchase items or how to get them or whatnot. I think that would be such a stupid move to come out here when everybody and their mother has a camera and a microphone and is streaming i think it would be such a horrible horrible business plan it would be such a horrible business plan to have this company my fucking life come out and make lies where it's going to be when we discuss about when we discuss the topic it's going to be like a piranha tank and we're going to eat them alive if they lie yeah i think that's why it's also important it's also important to to prove it we just documented everything yeah Yeah, because the thing is we've all seen this happen right but we don't have like that you know i guess you yeah. could go over the way back machine on every single figure but that would take hours you're right mm-hmm. like there's no telling if they hey maybe maybe we did fill all of our wait lists and now we have open spots there is 100 percent that chance but and, uh but also but also just, these they're sales people um they have the time if you watch any of their streams they're so unwatchable they, they people have no idea what the hell they're talking about okay. and now all of a sudden they're in absolutes they talk in absolutes all of a sudden they know how the whole company's run and who's ordering what and all right, let's, yeah, they're let's, not the ones ordering this stuff. They're just the, yeah. the, more, the Facebook, Twitter people. The only other thing I'll say to John's point there, because I think it's a great point. I understand what you're trying to say, John. I just think that, like, as a sales person myself, if I if I was trying to lie to try and sway an audience to try and condition them to sell and buy my product, um, and then I got caught in the lie, I would pivot and just say geez, you know what? We heard the audience. We heard what you guys were saying. We recognize oh, this isn't the way that we exactly. should go. And I we're going to change that. it. I can't but, see that, that. but it would be an easy pivot, and it would be so hard to prove that they but were actually ben, lying we've, on stream. Well, there's no way to Ben, we just we've just sat here. Ben, we've just sat here yep. and had this discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. Five adults have had this discussion. God knows how many other channels have had it. How are they oh, going to yeah. sway us? They're not going to sway us and pivot because well, we would catch them. You, you know what it is? It's the it's the McRib it's the McRib job. You know, so this is the last time. Mark, I don't McRib's even know what the hell back. you're talking about tonight, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. You're about <laughs> to talk about McRibs. It's let a, him it's, go. Let it's him a McRib sales job. You know, every time the McRib comes back, it's going to be the last time. That and is true. Do it That's and, yes. Oh and then God. guess what? This is the last time. This is your last chance they to just buy pivot. the McRib job. Just I just I don't agree with the fact. I don't agree with the fact that you should pre-order because you love it day one. Well, not that you love it, they want. I just feel like in the climate that we're in, just take caution when you're pre-ordering because I have never seen a climate like this where everything is just so heavily discounted. And I change think- change is coming because it has to be because no company will be able to sustain 
a business this way with well, so much also, product. We're talking about Sideshow, a company where you get mad at when they reissue or they re, like they redo exclusives and they touch up the paint a little bit and fuck with them. And you're like saying, oh, no, a company wouldn't do that. That would be stupid for a what company are you talking to about? do that. They would trust them. Well, you're saying... I'm not saying to trust them. I'm just saying don't be... We're jumping down their throat. Let's take a step back at the same we're time. Not ju- we're just saying it, it, the, the pattern... There's pattern there that completely contradicts with what they're saying. They're saying, yeah. oh, we're not ordering anymore when this stuff goes in and out of yeah. stock all the time. But we haven't and seen that happen yet after it's that ha- statement. Uh, if, if it literally gonna, happened right after go, that statement it, with the Mando. When Six Scale Scavengers started, they talked about it on multiple episodes about how stuff would be uh, waitlisted, and the next thing you know, okay. it's up for pre-order. It's happened. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. And, but the point here is since the, statement. the point is now they're coming out with a statement, Mark, okay. and saying that the statement. Now we have to hold. Now we have to hold them accountable I'm from this, this point. From, yeah. from this point, I mean, we can't John, go you're back. not wrong. You're oh, not wrong because Hot Toys isn't going to keep overproducing shit if no one's buying it. You're not wrong, and I said that on uh, Will's Foxification's channel. I was like, bro, if everybody waits to order something, they're going to scale back hard, very hard, and then it is going to be very hard to get stuff again. I'm I do all, believe that's true. So I come. I know what I know. What John's like saying. We do the we show every week. I see what comes no, in. Wait, I think we should. I think we yeah. should hold them accountable, John. I just think that they'll pivot if they get called out. And then okay, let's oh, let's yeah. move on. Everybody I think we're pivot. I think we're talking around in circles. Here. Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've said the same thing like forty times. Hey, um, well, you're gonna bring up hot topics, Zach. We could talk about. It. I know what's the point. <laughs> no, I think we can, but I think <laughs> like, if we're just cir- if we're just circling and well, circles, then we, keep then we got to make a square, bro. We got to zig when everyone's zagging, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I was trying to friggin'. Now we have no time for poor Kevin Conroy. Dude, rest in peace, oh man. One of the most There's iconic, always time for Conroy. This is the worst. One of the most yeah, iconic this, oh. uh, uh, voice actors uh, in our time uh, ever since uh, Batman the Animated Series, which I know Ben is uh, a, a big fan of. Uh, but he passed away. He passed away this week. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's there's been some details. Um, I don't personally think it's appropriate to talk about that, but... Uh, you know, we uh, we uh, pray for his his friends and family, and you know he certainly uh, made um, my. He is when I when I in my mind's ear, I suppose, if you will. He is like He's Bob the voice Dylan said, of Batman. the the voice yeah. of Batman, the one true Batman. Uh, there's there's certain characters that, as much as they've been uh, recast or revoiced, they will always be that character. And I 100 uh, percent wholly believe that this is the. Uh, the voice of the Dark Knight, and uh, you know, I, I, I think I think that he has done so much for for DC fans, for Batman fans, uh, and and even uh, being able to. I want to say he appeared as Bruce Wayne in the Gotham show at, at, for like an episode as like an older. It was uh, in the yeah. he was, it was in the Batgirl uh, television Thank show you. for one episode. Thank yeah. you, yeah. thank you, which is a tremendous uh, honor that I'm sure he really enjoyed and. But, and, yeah, uh, and he's he's one of those guys that would that would run the con gambit and like you know shake yeah. and talk to people and shake hands and stuff like that. Ooh. He 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 was he was. It's it's tough to see child your childhood heroes kind of like you know what I mean. Even the even the, the Arkham games. Like if you want to be Batman, his voice in the as Batman in the Arkham games are amazing. Like he's been Batman my entire life. I, like I was, exactly. I'm an '87 yeah. baby. Yeah. He's been Batman my entire life. It yeah. was devastating. News. Pretty much in, in, in pretty much in, any. Any context, he could be Batman. He was Batman, and I, I think 
he just is Batman, and so that's um, yeah. He still had another voice role planned for twenty twenty three. Like he was still going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and their and current crazy. like animated uh, feature films. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. I always talk about like I'm not a big Batman fan, but even for me, I watched the animated series growing up. You know, like I associated him with Batman hundred percent. So when he was in like the Arkham games, or even I believe also the Mortal Kombat, or not the Mortal, what's the, what's their game called? Um, Arkham Asylum, or no, the fighting game. Uh, oh, uh, um, DC. Uh, oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, just no, uh, injustice, injustice, injustice. Yeah. He's Batman yeah. in that one too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of it's it's crazy to think about. We're not going to have him around anymore. Yeah, and some people, I, I don't know if it's people that are really young or something, but they don't realize how big the animated show was. I mean, there's a lot of that people that, that everywhere. when they think of Mark Hamill, they think of Joker. And I yeah. mean, the guy is freaking Luke Skywalker. You know what I mean? For people at, at that, you know, for like the 87, you know, the, the Ben Thomas age people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, that, that show was huge, man. Yeah, definitely uh, gone too soon and... And again, thoughts and prayers to his friends and family. Um, Studio Ghibli is doing a Star Wars uh, short film. It should be out uh, November 12th. Excuse me. And uh, we're very excited for that. Of course, it will probably be on Disney+. Plus. So stay tuned for that. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this up tonight. The Northman, Prince Amleth, is on the verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle, who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two, de- two decades later... Amleth is now a Viking who raids Slavic villages. He soon meets a sorceress who reminds him of his vow, save his mother, kill his uncle, avenge his father. I, um... Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, Badfish, I think you're right. I'm a fool. Um, this movie was interesting. Um, I felt like the whole time I was watching it, in my head, I was like, I'd I'd really rather just be watching The Gladiator, to be honest. It kind of has that same type of a vibe to it this person that uh was very powerful you know he's a, a prince i guess would be the closest approximation and uh kind of taken from that world and has vengeance um i i really liked a lot of this film but there was parts that i you know were kind of a bit hard for me to follow uh but overall not a bad movie i think the cinematography the locations that they shot in were beautiful uh the uh main actor uh Skarsgård, wonderful in the role uh there's that scene when they're playing i don't know what the game is called but they have the sticks and they're you know he has to kind of save yeah, like his baseball soccer yeah half brother <laughs> and after he uh kills this guy he's like kind of coming to terms with what happened and you know he's just kind of like on his own and it's it's a very powerful scene um i i i wouldn't say i'd need to rewatch this but it, i would say it's certainly worth a watch if you have amazon prime it's not a bad movie. The one thing that really kept pissing me off, to be honest, though, was every time it got dark, it would be like black and white for the the people in this shot, and then everything else would be in color. It, it really yeah, kept throwing like me off. No. Um, but no, it was a good film. I uh, I like the. Uh, uh, this might be an ignorant statement, but uh, the uh, the cultural aspect of it. I don't know if it's true. Like if this is really a part of their culture, but you know the things with Valkyrie and Odin and and uh, hell and the different uh, culture that was brought in i really enjoyed that i'm not that familiar with that i don't really watch or uh you know 
know about a lot about the stuff i haven't seen like any of the viking shows so for me this was like a pretty good introduction to that and i think they they handled it pretty well uh i give it like a six and a half seven out of ten it's a good watch but you know a little bit long i don't think i'd probably watch it again to be honest oh yeah i watched it uh two days in a row i thought it was so good i watched it again wow uh yeah this is one of those movies i kind of just watched it on a whim um uh anya taylor joy is in this movie and i have a huge crush on her beautiful so i was like ah fuck it i'll watch it and i was so shocked that it's like a it's very high fantasy because there's these like really like strange scenes that come out and you're kind of like what is happening it's very hallucination scene yeah it's very fantasy and it kind of comes out of left field. You're like, what the fuck? Like, where does this come from? And then you realize, yeah, they're like hallucinations or dream sequences in um, Amulet's mind. And it, it was such a beautiful, like, introduction into that. I was like, wow, that was really well done how they did that. Um, and holy shit, what a fucking movie, bro. The whole time he's like, he has this mission from when he's a little kid, right? And he, he, he's on this, I guess he gets lost uh, for a while, several <laughs> decades probably. And he finally gets back on track and he has this idea in his head of what things are going to be like. And then it's like 500 days of summer, right? It's like what he thinks it's going to be like and then what is actually happening. And it totally throws him off and he's like just so fucking pissed off about it. He's like, well, I'm still doing this shit. Fuck y'all. And um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character kind of, like, leads him off. And then there's, like, this turning point where it all kind of comes together. He's like, no, like, I have to do this for uh, my family. Not my family in the past, but my current family. And so he goes back to finish the job. And what a fucking fight scene, dude. At the foot of the volcano, dude, that shit was tight. A uh, beautiful film. I really love this. Uh, totally took me by surprise. Um, yeah, if you haven't watched it, watch it. I thought it was great. High fantasy, but kind of based in reality. Um, super fun watch. John, I'll go. I'll go first, yeah, go. buddy. Before yeah. you. Uh, so I so Dean recommended this one to me a couple weeks ago, and so I ended up watching it before it became movie of the week. And I've been playing uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'd also been playing uh, Valhalla, uh, Assassin's Creed. So, like, just the Viking kind of concept has been definitely, like, a theme for me over the last quarter, which has been crazy. Uh, And this, for me, didn't disappoint. I'm with you, Dean. I would definitely give this a pretty high rating. I really, really enjoyed it. And what a banger cast. I mean, like, so the director, Robert Eggers, I mean... I think the last film I saw from him was The Lighthouse uh, that had Pattinson in it. And that was one of the best Robert Pattinson movies I've ever seen. Uh, great film. And again... I want to watch brought... that movie so bad. Great movie, dude. It, it's definitely worth a watch. And uh, for me, like he kind of carried that over to this film. You can tell, like even just with the banger cast in this, right? I mean, we're talking about... Um, Skarsgård, uh, we had Ethan Hawke in there, Nicole Kidman, uh, and Dean's crush, of course. Like, <laughs> it was a banger cast. I 
would say that there was a couple parts of the movie that I found just like ever so slightly slow, especially after some of those really crazy dream sequences that he had. But it was meant to to story build and meant to kind of further uh, this this character, right? He was a beast in the movie. And while I would say that there was some really great action scenes, I don't think that I would classify it as an action movie. It definitely had more of a, a dramatic kind of fantasy feel to it, which I really liked. Um, and then that scene at the end, I don't know if you got this, Dean. It kind of reminded me a little bit of... Um, uh, the um revenge of the sith when uh, when they're fighting out near the the lava except that this time it was like no lightsabers obviously involved some pretty crazy fight sequences clearly these guys know how to fight because the camera stays on them most of the time there's not like these crazy cuts and all over the place like it is really visceral uh and pretty intense so I would definitely recommend this film. It's not as bloody as I would have expected it to be, to be honest. Even though there's some decent savagery in it, I would have thought there'd be a little bit more blood uh, for being Vikings. But other than that, uh, I would give this easily an 8 or a 9 out of 10. Super happy I watched it. Uh, So the Northman ratings, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb, 7.1 out of 10. But audience ratings are on Google, 2.6 out of 5 stars. It's oh, 5,500 wow. ratings. Yeah, it's super wow. low. You hate to see it. Yeah, I was um, watching... There's a point in the movie where the, this like kind of like witch character comes kind of out of nowhere. And she's talking and I was like, man, this this lady sounds like Bjork. And she kept talking and I was like, I think this is fucking Bjork, the singer. And so I like went on IMDb and sure enough it's her. I was like, holy shit, Like I haven't seen her in ages <laughs> yeah she makes an appearance i don't even crazy. know who bjork is but I uh yeah she's a singer from like the 80s and 90s she's pretty pretty famous i didn't, I um, didn't catch that either oh that's where my damn size i was wondering where those fucking things went i was like i know i put them in there they're at the end <laughs> uh john uh movie of the week for next week i i'm gonna choose uh we had discussed i'm gonna choose spider-man the samurai the first go. one Hell but uh, yeah. I know Ninja just put in 47 Ronin. Ninja, I checked. We don't have it streaming here, so I'm sorry. Wait, did she you. sing 99 Red Balloons? Bjork? No. Oh, okay. 99 um, Red Bodies. Uh, okay, let's let's blow through this. We'll power Jesus. through. CW Awards, nominate now. You can scan that uh, link there on, on your television uh, for a chance to win a $50 gift card. Um, I think we have about 80 something people that have put in so far so uh the more nominations we have the better we can uh serve you guys uh for the award show put that link in the chat for you guys uh dean let's hear uh, a shout out for the pillars please yeah the three pillars that hold up the cw empire is sean fear ian cv renee mendez eric mariscal quinn Aguirre, king louis mark pearson paul schreiber james collie equan chris Valen, Serena, ben thomas chris letty david jones sam giz daminator joao breda thomas clark sweet sweet danny lee Dini Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bomonsky, Rick DiGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin 
Owen Azucena, the illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri Wa, Derek B, Eris Portillo, Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Perchett, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Mazanars, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> What a bunch of angels. Thank you for that. Our November Patreon benefits are the Philo holographic sticker and the new This Week holographic sticker. Uh, we did have a change to our Patreon. Patreon now starts at $5 for the digital only tier. Uh, $7.50 for the sticker sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark replay. $15 for the figure fix assistance and $25 for the Pog Deluxe set and it doubles of all the stickers we send. Uh, you can join our Patreon by clicking that link there. Um, I do need to know at some point this month how many Patreons will be uh, going to the 750 tier for ordering purposes for December. So if you are thinking of joining, uh, switching to the 750 tier, please let me know. Also, um, I've been posting the Secret Santa signups for Patreon, and there's only two people. So probably by this weekend, if we don't have like at least like 15 or 20 people doing it, it's going to be canceled. So four years of running, let's try to keep it going. If not, I totally understand. Times are hard for everybody. Uh, YouTube channel members, we have MojoZ78, Absolute Irwin, DK Avenger 702 OMFG Rick, S-Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Old Fern, Cram, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Mendes, Sia Dreams, JC, B-Chan, and Fat Batman. Uh, YouTube membership starts at $0.99 cents for Patreon members or $2.99 if you are not. Uh, here's a look at the network. We have After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, Thursday we have, uh, I believe it's OFAC. And then Collector's Club on Friday. We may also be doing a live unboxing Friday, possibly, depending. And that'll that'll be early in the evening, so 5 or 6 to clear out for club uh, much later in the night. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a bunch of great guys there. Uh, Pose Wars, I think we're looking at uh, December 3rd. Unfortunately, with the uh, holidays this month, it kind of uh, got a little bit away from us. But December 3rd should be our next Pose Wars, so if you're interested, hit me up and we'll make that happen. Uh, here's a look at our tea public, uh, t-shirts. I think they're 35% off right now. So now's a good time to buy it. If you're interested, we got a ton of designs on there. Anything not on the page, let us know. And we'll put it on there if you wanted. Uh, John, can you read socials for me, please? Of course. On Facebook, we got collecting weekly, collecting weekly auxiliary, our main group as well on Instagram at collecting weekly at collecting weekly underscore clips and at the underscore everyday underscore collector. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to the chat. You guys were booming during the Gandalf segment. We are going to clip that out as its own thing. It should premiere tomorrow at lunch. And, uh, you know, that way if you just want to come for the Gandalf or watch it on replay, you don't have to sit through um, all the other stuff. So uh, anyone else have any shout outs they want to give? Uh, shout out Mark Pearson for jumping on and joining the discussion on the Gandalf. He's a sweetheart. He had to take off, but I love that guy. Uh, don't forget we're doing the third scale Thor giveaway that's uh, we're going to be pulling the winner November 25th on club that Friday yeah. so if you haven't already registered be sure to fill out the form and register because it's going to be an awesome that's an awesome prize in so. fact I will drop that for you right now uh, we are also um, I talked to the boys today in the network chat uh, we're going to launch our first hot toys giveaway of the holiday season it'll be for a classic suit spider-man um, that was unboxed and uh, 
we used it for an unboxing, and uh, Lane Kramer is actually nice enough to donate that. We're also working on potentially a second Hot Toys, though I'm not 100% sure if that's going to pan out. Uh, but we're going to do all sorts of uh, bonus entry code words through our live shows, some fun stuff. Uh, I think Sean Locker was talking about like a puzzle game or something. Maybe a six-scale scavenger hunt. We'll have you guys find a bunch of random shit. So it should be fun. And uh, the winner will get a classic suit Spider-Man. So uh, we'll be launching that, I That's think, awesome. next Tuesday, hopefully. Uh, anyone else have any shout-outs they want to give? Uh, just a quick thank you again to, to Manny for making the, the Tough Nut sticker. I think that was really cool. Definitely blew me away on just uh, how generous that was. Uh, and for Marco for making me a painting. I'm excited to receive that. That'll be my new this week next week. So stay tuned. Wow. Very cool. Might be like a like a braille painting, like you know, a lot of tiny little dots. <laughs> a lot of dots. That's okay. It's like one of those pictures where, like up close, it's just a bunch of dots. As you move out, it becomes something beautiful. It's like the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Shout out to everyone watching tonight. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I know there's a lot of places to be watching shows on a Tuesday night. I appreciate you watching it here with us. Uh, but yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.